This is the unofficial One Piece podcast, episode 258, for the week of Monday, March 4th, 2013. My name is Zach. And my name is Ed. And my name is Steve. On today's episode from the Ass Backwards Anime Podcast, SSAAPodcast.com, we have Dr. Hey, what's up, everyone? Not much. And the translator himself, the person who puts the words in one piece. Maybe it's because you guys were watching wrestling that I'm talking like this, but we have Steven on the show. Hey, it's good to be here. And finally, of course, the man himself. I don't know any other descriptors to use at the moment. The Grand Line Gamer. There we go. We have Jason. Hello again. Uh, I have everyone now, right? No, no, That's everyone. Anyone? Okay, good. Um, <laughs> on today's show, we have a ton of stuff. Uh, we have Alexi Kirsch and uh, Urian Brown from Shonen Jump, uh, Weekly Shonen Jump, and ShonenJump.com. They're on the show. They're going to talk a little bit about favorite moments of the series, what it's like to be at 700, uh, crazy theories they have. That's going to be fun. Uh, Greg and Steven did a segment uh, a little bit before we recorded. They're going to talk about um, Volume 69. Uh, Yeah. Get get your laughs out of the way now. Um, (laughs) And uh, a little bit about Chapter 700. Really interesting discussion. Of course, if you didn't get enough Chapter 700 discussion, we also have our manga recap. Uh, we have our we have news uh, from Firecrouch with Ed. We have an anime recap, which with some uh, a lot of reactions more than anything for that episode, and uh, we'll get to that when we get to the anime recap. And piece together, and more importantly, piece the memory. Where we'll be talking about your uh, favorite moments from One Piece. We'll probably do that in a separate segment since we have so many of those. Um, so, I, is there anything happening for anyone in the next couple weeks? I don't, I don't think there's anything happening, right? Pretty boring. Mm, not Oop. much, yeah. I think me and Jason will be playing Kaizoku Muso 2 when it comes out. Uh, that's about three weeks off, something like that. Yeah. But um, The DLC comes it. out for that over the summer, right? The, the U.S. and ca- Canadian version, North American version. I wouldn't call it DLC. Yes, you could buy it on the PlayStation Network, I believe, in September. No, oh, I think it is summer for this one. I think one. it's summer. I'm, I, yeah, the first one came out in September. I'm very bad with my terminology of video games, so I apologize for that. Uh, that DLC like, is how publishers rip the hell out of people. I realized that after I said it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, you bought this game? Want to spend three bucks on a costume? Oh, you're going to give us the money? Let's keep doing this. But you see, for one piece, it's worth it. It's never worth no, it. No, no. People should stop and DLC should die. That's a very <laughs> violent attitude. Um, well, you occupy know, should... PS3. <laughs> PS4 soon. Uh, it should at least die when it's like, pay five uh, bucks to unlock stuff that's already on Why the did list. I open this can of worms? Does anyone else remember the, the PS9 commercial that came out years ago? Yeah, I do. Yes. And it goes up your nose or something or other? Yeah. What is that going to uh, happen? It's, it's basically like the ball from, um, what, not Hellraiser. Fantasm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's basically the ball from Phantasm. It drills into your brain, and, uh, you know. So to, so, so to answer my original question, nothing new is going on. Um, so I am why, developing that, by the way. Why don't we get into some news, ready? Okay. Yep. Cool.
And now it's time for the news with Ed. We start off with ratings news this week. For the week of February 18th to the 24th, One Piece Special Edition was the ninth highest rated animated program on Japanese television, with an average household rating of 4.7. With uh, One Piece, I believe, it was on hiatus that week, the anime. It was. It's on hiatus a lot. I think it's going to be on March 10th. I think it, it might be on hiatus in April the, when the special comes out, the which we'll talk about later, I think it's going to be on hiatus then as well. So, well, as long as it I mean that makes uh, you know that gives them a bigger buffer. To you work you think, but it really they don't. That's not how they think. Um, uh, and now in video game news, Namco Bandai Games recently released some new promotional videos on YouTube for their upcoming One Piece Pirate Warriors Two game. There are four new character focused promos, each showing off gameplay for Law, Smoker, Robin, Perona, Luffy, Nami, Chopper, and Kuma, respectively. There's also a story-based promo video in which the Straw Hats stumble upon a top-secret marine weapon, one that turns them against each other. Ooh. Okay, and well, even hey, better pirate... I, I would like to comment on that. At least they're getting that worn-out cliche out of the way in the video game and not in the actual manga. Yeah, I was also <laughs> going to say that... So Kaizo Kumuso is in its own world. I think we div- we established that with uh, yeah. Pirate Warriors 1. Mm-hmm. Um which is interesting, I guess. I I like that they're being original with it, I guess, and they could do they could do whatever they want with the series, whether it's good or bad. Um, it right. doesn't matter that much. You're playing if the game is fun. That's what matters. The yeah. plot is a little less important, I guess. And uh, Steve and I talked about this, but um, it actually allows them to put Punk Hazard in without actually having that much detail about it. That's so true. like none of the enemies or anything. So. That island's in the game. Come on, and, rock, rock and Scotch, Rock and Scotch. And an even better Pirate Warriors 2 news. This year's 14th issue of Weekly Shonen Jump revealed that none of the other than <laughs> Butters, I mean Marco, is joining the playable <laughs> character roster. While they haven't been listed uh, <laughs> as playable, Jozu and Vista will be able to join players in battle for an allied strike. What a good joke from Firecrouch. God. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone also, knows it's Marco. <laughs> That's, That's me. me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also in this year's 14th issue of Weekly Shonen Jump, there was some key visual art for the upcoming Dream 9, Toriko, and One Piece and Dragon Ball Z Cho Collaboration Special, or Super Collaboration Special, which will air in Japan on Sunday, April 7th at 9 a.m. Unfortunately, if you're just hearing about this news now, it may not mean much to you if you can't actually see the picture. All you really need to know is that it shows Goku, Luffy, and Toriko looking happy. They're basically all putting their <laughs> they're putting their hand, like their fists in the middle. So, oh team it's it's not that impressive a picture um it's exactly what it sounds like and i'm pretty sure they took a stock luffy picture and put it in anyway keep going here's some interesting yet vague news advertising and marketing company asatsu dk along with five major anime production companies and sponsor dentsu are preparing to launch a new website called daisuke the site which will launch in april will act as a streaming and commerce service for anime fans overseas a lot of the really interesting stuff that was reported about this new venture was business mumbo-jumbo. Thank you, Firecrouch. <laughs> but I tried to pin down all the points that would be relevant to just fans. It will host and translate popular works from over 500 titles. It will present new titles nearly simultaneously with their Japanese broadcasts. It will stream live programs to anime fans in English. There are plans to begin an online commerce service in June and sell tie-in goods. Uh, plans to recoup costs through fees and advertising. Toei Animation is one of the companies involved with Daisuke, and One Piece was one of the titles mentioned as ready to be delivered. We don't really know what they're going to deliver. Well, it says in the in the next piece of news, but One Piece is one of them, potentially. Yeah. 
Daisuke.net is already up with info and PR material in both English and Japanese. Check it out. Daisuke, it's a D-A-I-S-U-K-I dot net slash E-N if you speak English. And otherwise, just forget that last part. Uh, keep going. And FandomPost.com, mod and reliable source of anime info, WTK, inquired via email about Daisuke.net's availability in English-speaking regions, to which Daisuke responded by stating it will be available worldwide so that it will also cover non-English areas. Which is very interesting. I mean, we've, been ta- we've been hoping for a worldwide simultaneous anime release of One Piece, and even if it's not available translated in every language, that's a really cool thing. English, English is pretty much the lingua franca of the world now, so... Uh, yeah, keep going. Uh, why did <laughs> Firecrouch writes? Why did I mention all the other stuff that's not One Piece specific? It's because this news opens up a lot of speculation on how this will affect the industry at large, and in turn the One Piece simulcast. Will One Piece finally get simulcasted outside North America? Will Funimation's current streaming of the series be affected? Uh, yeah. Um, we're gonna get into some more Kaizoku Muso news, but. Um... Before we do, uh, do you want to, Stephen, you had some news that you want to? Oh, yeah. I was just going to say there are a couple tidbits that just came out like in the last 12 hours or so that probably Firecrush didn't have time to, to notice. Uh, there's some news out of Japan that uh, the pre-orders have totaled over 500,000 copies. I'm wow. not sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure oh, how, that, how that compares to the first game. Um, I mean, I, I, could look, that, I could look that up for you while you're talking. Um, yeah, they, yeah, I believe that. I know that they at least sold retail over a, a million, I, I believe, of that game. So it seems like there's still a lot of interest in it, uh, despite some of the uh, kind of mediocre uh, reviews that fans were giving it on, like, Amazon and such. Um, a- yeah. A&N oh. gave it a C or B, the, the first one. Oh, you mean yeah. two, though. Yeah, I, yeah. who knows? Um yeah, and uh, also on the 7th of March, so just a couple days off, on the Japanese PSN, they will have a playable demo where you will be able to use uh, Luffy and Law. So that'll be your first chance if you have a Japanese uh, PSN account um, to download that and, and try out Law as the new new character. It was hey, five, Pirate Warriors. The... Oh, go, go ahead, Jason. Sorry. Steven, this is on the 7th? That they're doing this right yeah that's when the demo would be available uh, pirate Ooh. warriors i think also got five hundred thousand pre-orders if wikipedia i think said it um i'm so, trying to find uh, the number here basically yeah. steven this just in potentially friday we'll be p- playing the demo of kaiser kamusa too <laughs> <laughs> all right all right okay and um as we go into a little more pirate warriors two news Namco Bandai Games' European arm began streaming an English-subtitled version of a Pirate Warriors 2 ad on YouTube that came out for Japan a month ago. The All-Star Attacks video shows four minutes of footage focusing on the new fighting techniques for the Straw Hat Pirates. And we'll post... I I think we'll post all of these news links. It's not that hard. He actually puts them... He listed them out. So we'll put those all in the description for the podcast episode if you're interested. Keep going. All right. And uh, closing out with some ratings news... For the week of, and a little bit more news at the end, for the week of February 11th to the 17th, One Piece was the sixth highest rated animated program on Japanese television. With an average household rating of 9.0, One Piece Special Edition also came in at ninth, with an average household rating of 6.0. In its 10th weekend at the Japanese box office, the weekend of February 16th to 17th, One Piece Film Z went from 9th to 13th place. It earned $273,005 on 307 screens for a new total of 72,822,122. Also, since Firecraft likes worse news, um, I think that was its last week on the... uh, 
on the top list, uh, from what I heard. Um, that might not be true, but I, I think I heard that. So well, that's an, unpre- true. an unprecedented, uh, what? That's three month, incredible. Three month run on top of the Japanese thing. Yeah, on the top. On the, on, not on the top, but on the list. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, on the. I mean, on the top. It was at number one for a very long time. For yeah. I'd say like five to seven, five to six weeks. I think even. Well, let's go back and look at that. Yeah, I might, that might be a guess. In okay. our final bit yeah. of news. Viz will release a new box set collection for One Piece on November 1st. My birthday. Ding! Fire it will the birthday. That's the smiley face noise that he wrote in there. It will contain the first 23 volumes of the manga, which comprise the entire East Blue and Baroque Works sagas, as well as an exclusive poster and mini-comic. And the set will cost $185.99, which I'm, is... I'm guessing on right stuff and stuff. I know they did the same. They had a Full Metal Alchemist, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I know they had some amazing deals when that first came out. I think it was a half price at some points. So I'm sure you could get that for a lot less. And I think that's a really cool thing if you don't have those yet. But were you going to say something else then? That was it. That was the news. That's all the news? Okay, why don't we get into the uh, manga recap? Ready? Manga recap! That was a little angry. <laughs> I'm so excited! <laughs> This is the manga recap for chapter 700, His Momentum. Uh, Before we get started, if you were wondering where the author comments were, which is an easy... (laughs) I freaked out a little. I thought they went away. Uh, They are in the back of the uh, Weekly Shonen Jump issues. They're all compiled together, which is actually what it looks like in the actual Weekly Shonen Jump. Yeah, that's right. Uh, And before we get started, um, Ed, do you want to talk about what's on the cover page? Well, it's volume 21 of Caribou's Never-Ending Adventure, and he got curious and returned to town, and he finds that he is still wanted there. Yeah, why did so he hiding. do that? That doesn't make sense. He had the boat, and he was, and the grandmother risked her life and limb to save him. I don't think she really risked her life. I, she was it's obviously in, uh, a very strong grandmother. What's up with the castle in the background? It looks like a Soul Eater castle or something, right? Yeah. Like that design. It, it looks like a factory because of the yeah, smoke. Yeah, right. It has smokestacks. Do you think it's uh, the Smiley Factory, the Smiles Factory? Mm. Well, if, if, we, if we if we think if we think that this is this island is related to Kaido, could be possible. Mm. It's, yeah, I mean because that, it just since a factory came up and there's a factory here, you know, it has to be the same, right? Um, any other comments on the front page? I mean, obviously it's that same army pirate crew, whatever they are, with the star. Yeah. Um, yeah. um, but, uh, Stephen, you wanted to talk about the chapter title. Yeah. So, uh, the, the chapter title that I went with his momentum, um, is actually not exactly what the Japanese title is. The Japanese title is more like his pace. Um, that they actually use the English word, um, pace. And I wanted to talk about this because, uh, there's actually kind of a, a contextual difference between, the way that the Japanese use that word. When we think of uh, pace in English, we think of like the speed, like your walking speed, a walking pace, or like a, a rhythm. Um, and, you know, in other, in other words, it's kind of, it's very closely tied to like a time or a, a rate. Um, and in Japanese, they like to use it a lot. They do use it in that uh, connotation as well, but they will. Uh, just as often they will use it in the sense it's more like, uh, well, you know, as I chose here, momentum or sort of control of something like between people. You actually you'll often see the phrase like 
don't get sucked into so-and-so's pace, which is basically just a way of saying uh, don't let them control events. Don't let them seize uh, the initiative uh, and let them sort of dictate what stuff is going on. And so I, I actually, uh, you know, it's, it's a tricky thing. It's not, it's not a very easy, a one-to-one replacement. Um, but I did think it would be kind of misleading to, to use the word pace literally just because it doesn't exactly cover, um, the, the way that it will be used in this chapter, um, as we'll see, uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to point out that uh, they're, they're sort of talking more about, um, you know, sort, sort of more like who is holding the reins, essentially, in this situation when we get to it. Cool. Um, Ed, you can start us off. It's a big chapter. We're probably yes. going to be talking for a very long time. Yes. I will uh, talk like this first, <laughs> because even a great tidal wave that engulfs the town starts off as a tiny ripple lapping against the shore unnoticed. That would have been much more cinematic if you did start out in that voice. But go on. Yes, well, uh, yes, the newspaper blows across town. We see some peasants looking uh, slightly annoyed by something. and I think by the news. Well, yeah. We flash to an island, and uh, there appears to be some rebels who have a weapons deal with Don Quixote do Flamingo. And uh, he's not picking up anymore, so if they don't get their guns, in, uh, they're going to lose this war. And children are crying, and there's skulls in the ground, and... Do you think rebel, there's? Rebel, rebel. Do you think this could be related? These kind of re- rebellions to Re- revolutionaries? The revolutionaries. Yeah. Well, yeah, and also, um, Bonnie is there eating pizza and wearing a hood. You know that might be. That might hood? be a different place. You know who else wears hoods? The revolutionaries. I think a lot of people wear hoods. Let me start it that way because she's in a cold place there. That's a different that's, place. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. You might be jumping the gun there. <laughs> I think the I think the rebel thing might might be more closely linked because we don't really see. Other than like Alabasta, there's not too, and that was very instigated. We don't see that kind of war just happening on its own. Usually, usually it's uh, spurred by, you would think, revolutionaries. Who knows? Right. I might be, I might be uh, going a little crazy with that. But keep going. And uh, we peer to flash to another island, and people are just, they can't believe Doflamingo is left. They think he has uh, something else up his sleeve. We see Jimbe with very serious eyes and serious face, looking at the newspaper, and uh, more. More randos are just talking about Doflamingo, wondering why we don't have any other information about uh, what he wants. But now we get somewhere important. Kid pirates hide out in the New World, and he's furious about getting... By, by the way, this ship, it says Thriller Bark on it? And yeah. Don't step on my lines. I'm sorry. I didn't notice that until just now. Oh, wow. I, I didn't notice that until just a second. That's why. I, I meant, okay. Sorry. I that's my fault. That's my fault. You're rereading it. Okay. Uh, so he's wondering how angry. He's so angry that the word of his alliance got out and wondering who this freelance writer Absa is. <laughs> Possibly the guy on the Thriller Bark ship. <laughs> uh, oh. Why didn't I notice that before? Yes. God, the Invisible Man with all the scoops. <laughs> So it's it's pretty obvious huh. that this oh. almost certainly is Absalom. I could yeah. I could judge by Doctor's reaction that he also did not yeah, notice just, that. Just, yeah, just snapped together. Yeah, it, I, I, mean, oh I, my I, God. I, I, I've read this chapter like four times now. It took me the second time to notice it. I've read it four times. I didn't notice it. <laughs> I read it once. I didn't notice. Okay, so I'm I'm the more stupid one yes, of the group. Um, okay. Yeah, you know, he's like he's calmed down from the leak thing. The problem is that Luffy and Law are together, and uh, he they're going after the Emperors. Just like we are. And he has a really evil face on. I like it. It's uh, really detailed with the scars he has on his face now. And, uh, but he wants to know which 
of the emperors are they going to attack first? Uh, by, the, by the way, um, on the page you just talked about, though, am I the only one that thought like the guy in the upper left corner could possibly be Crocodile? And not even Thank thought. You. I, I didn't know. I Usually I'm like, oh, you forgot to mention this, and it's always it, Steve. He, See, he other, other things I didn't notice, you know? This no, yeah, that one, I thought that one was a lot more obvious. That one, that yeah. one I saw, yeah. But um, yeah, I'm in the same boat, Jason. I mean, slick back hair, cigar, cigar, a cigar. We don't Come. see his right hand. He has a cloak. It looks like the same kind of cloak he would wear. Um, I think, I think that's, that's a little. That's a lot less sure to me than the Absalom one. And I mean, I this disagree. May be, I think it's uh, more sure. Jumping yeah. ahead, but um, the paper Bonnie's reading the design on the top right corner looks a lot like the building we'll see. In a couple pages. I, I agree with that. Mm. Um, good, good eye there. I also, uh, I think uh, Greg may have pointed it. Uh, who do you think is in the upper right corner of the second side of the page? Uh, do you think that's someone important in the in the cloak there? Wait, with that? No, on the on the horse with the hat kind of looks like one of the revolutionaries. Or the horse with the hat that could be a black that could be a stranger. And no, but that's not that. No, stranger or stronger. I'm sorry, is a. Uh, Drunk all the time, so that makes no sense. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's a lot of this stuff on this page. There's a lot of stuff on this page. <laughs> yeah. um, why it's is like Jim- a giant chapter of Where's Waldo? Why is Why is Jim Bay angry? Also, or well, he looks it's perturbed. just a serious face. I can Maybe tell you not. what he's thinking. He's thinking Luffycoon. Yes. How <laughs> did I think of that? <laughs> um, uh, there's a lot on this, and can anyone make out what it actually says on the newspaper Kid is holding? Because that is in English lettering. It looks it's, like it says east, east and then something. Or last. Oh, that's an E? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's it looks an like an E. Um, almost like Easter, because that's Sarah an R at Fonts. the end. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, why, why Easter? Why would that be there, though? Um, Who knows? Zach, it's uh, your turn, isn't it? Yeah, it is my turn. I'm sorry. I'm just, like, engrossed on that page. That's my fault. Uh, so we head over to Dress Rosa, uh, where we see, uh, first we see the landscape. We uh, then see one of uh, Do Flamingo's uh, people who is, this, uh, I guess, a girl. Uh, we, I don't think we've seen her face. We see her a couple times in this chapter. I don't think we see her face, though. Uh, by a lot of transponder snails. Uh, Denton Mushis, whichever you'd like to call them, as they're all ringing off the hook, essentially. I'm sure that won't be annoying when we have to hear that. Um, for like five minutes? For like five minutes. <laughs> That's true. Um, and then we uh, cut to Do Flamingo, who is picking up the law phone, and he uh, answers, It's me, and I quit. Uh, so don't worry about that. We, we, all, we all figured that one out already. And uh, we see. I think that is Us- Usopp freaking out, probably, I'm guessing. Uh, people And Chopper surprised that he, uh, I think that's Chopper surprised that he picked up. And Usopp Bro- Brooke is obscured by a, a bubble. It's hard to tell who exactly is talking, but I think uh, I think it's Usopp's on the left side of that saying, and, guys, be quiet, he'll hear you. And immediately Luffy comes to the phone and introduces himself, says he'll, he's the future king of the pirates, and Usopp slaps him in the back of the head, telling him that he said he meant to be quiet. Like that he calls him Mingo. <laughs> I don't know why he, I like that He doesn't just so introduce himself, he yells. He, yeah, he's, I, I did downplay that one a lot uh he is yelling loudly and uh really i guess uh informally into the phone i can't think of a better word for that at the moment um steven i have to ask the 
translating reasons for the word ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just I just like that. Uh, I don't even remember what the uh, the original term was. Um, I, I could look it up here real quick. I have to. Uh, I have to ask. Have to ask that. He calls Caesar for for those who are, don't have it in front of them. He calls Caesar. A oh yeah. Okay. So he calls him Ahoshiza, which Aho means idiot. So it's like dumb idiot Caesar, um, <laughs> as sort of like a nickname. So yeah, I use Ding Dong. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's Stephen coming out on the page. I like that face he makes. Yeah. It's uh, with who? Luffy? Just, no, Caesar. I was gonna say it's like who are you calling a Ding Dong? Yeah. <laughs> um. Saying he's the one, what, what you were the one who was in charge of uh, the ding dong with the brown who was uh, hurting Brownbeard and the kids. I'm surprised he mentioned Brownbeard by name there, uh, and said, you know, we'll get we'll give him back because it's that deal. But if you ever do anything like that again, I'm gonna basically come and kick your ass. Is what he's saying there, um, in much more polite terms than I just put it. Luffy doesn't swear like that. He doesn't swear like that. Mm. I I was summarizing the intention of what he said there. And uh, we see the most evil transponder snail coming back. That's an evil-looking transponder snail. Um, and he says, ah, Luffy, what have you been up to for the past two years uh, since your brother died? He's basically like Jason there. I think this is why Doflamingo is your favorite character. I'll just be like, <laughs> He's a dick. <laughs> no, because they'll bring up Ace's death every ten seconds. So it was, how was that? How did you feel about your brother dying? Um, oh, man, your brother died. You must have felt like shit. <laughs> you died in nah, it actually felt pretty good. <laughs> and um, Luffy responds, not to the brother part, but to the, to what he's been up to for the past two years. He's like, and he was about to explain. I th- is that correct, Stephen? He was like about to go into it, I think. Yeah, yeah, he was he was ready to do it. And then he's like, well, that's a secret. <laughs> and uh, Doe Flamingo saying, you know, I've been eager to see you. Uh, I've got something... Uh, that, you know, I think that you'll be really desperate to, to get your hands on. Uh, Steve. Um, it's got to be meat, right? <laughs> Other than the One Piece, what does Luffy truly want? Meat! <laughs> I think I think he believes the One Piece has something to do with meat. That would, that, that would be Luffy. That would be Luffy's... Um, dream? I guess. I mean, I was thinking Unlimited meat. But I'll just I'll go with dream. Unlimited um, buffet of meat. But what kind of meat is it? How good does it taste? And Law's like, all right, try it. Come on, don't don't give up to don't don't give him the momentum. And while Luffy is going like practically Sanji over the thought of meat, uh, Usopp pretty much nicknames uh, Doflamingo's uh, words as his deadly momentum attack. Well, I wanted to ask. Steven, is that like closer to what um is that what it's the name of the attack is or is that what Usopp is just using calling it? Um yeah, that's that's what Usopp is calling it. Okay. Basically, yeah, the um we don't really use uh quote marks around attacks. Uh, it doesn't in the Japanese version like almost everything has quote marks around it. Uh they use they really liberally use that uh, you know, punctuation mark in the Japanese. We don't really use it very much for Viz. Like they, they pretty much say only use it um, if it's actually like, you know, right. If it's a quote or if, I don't know, maybe if you're doing like sarcastic quotes or something like that. Um, but as far as just like uh, attacks, they're usually in bold like that. So um, yeah, normally it would be 
quoted, I think. But it's something likely. Or I don't know if this is something. No, no I mean this is just this is just a, a goofing right, okay. sort of thing. Uh, that's yeah. why that's why I was making sure. Uh keep going, Steve. Sorry. Okay. So back on topic. <laughs> Sorry, I, I I'm which, curious which about is that. what we should do and what law wants to do. Um talking with Doflamingo. And uh, Don't Make a Frame, which I was like, yeah, you know, that's a good idea. And, um, yeah, if you try to, like, disappear after all this, you know, you know there's going to be some consequences from that. Um, but first, Luffy's Dolphin... smacked around in the background. Oh, yeah. Or foreground. Still thinking of meat. Still thinking of meat. I love or... the... I do love the thought bubble with just the meat. I, I love it's, that it's like the odd comedic parody of their fight from Water 7. It's Usopp and Luffy fighting, and Chopper's crying about it. <laughs> I, I like that. Um, it should be noted how Nami and Brooke are also watching this. It's but with a little less uh, enthusiasm. Know, like, Nami definitely does. It's like okay, just stop. You think all their attention would be on this phone call right now? Yeah, yeah. I think but, Frankie's paying attention. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, so Doflamingo says, you know. Our first step is um, prove to me that, you know, Caesar Clown is unharmed in which um, <laughs> Law holds the microphone over to him and uh, Caesar Clown is just yelling. He's like, oh, I can't believe you actually quit for uh, all for, you know, little old. And he gets cut off because it's <laughs> like, that's enough proof. He's like, all right. So we get a, we get the serious boom panel. You know, some grace, some great tone. And Law says, eight hours from now, Green Bit, the Lone Island north of Dress Rosa, on the beach of the southeastern shore. Be there. Or be square. <laughs> you guys didn't say it. Jinx. Sort of. Um, he says, we'll leave Caesar there at three in the afternoon. You can pick him up whenever you feel like it. <laughs> He'll be there. And Doflamingo, of course, cackles and jokes around. Oh, too bad. I thought, you know, maybe we could, you know, get a drink now that you're all grown up. Aw. Aw. Aw, so cute. <laughs> and someone's yelling, hang up, don't listen. I don't know who exactly. That's Luffy. That's yeah, Luffy. Okay, so it's Luffy. And, of course, we cut to Luffy, uh, who's just... Pretty much he's become the Luffy version of Sanji. Instead of hearts, he just has meat in his eyes. Well, we've seen the takoyaki, and now yeah, the meat... Yeah, so I going to say, it's kind of a callback to the takoyaki in his eyes. Um, that's a really interesting power that Luffy has. I was, was going to make that joke, too. He's just like, wow, that was a close one. I almost fell into his momentum trap again. And, of course, Usopp notices that his eyes have turned into, you know, meat. <laughs> So that makes sense. I thought, I thought that was just a figurative thing. <laughs> yeah, Sanji's awesome. actually being reasonable right now. Yes. He says, like, hey, we didn't give him a chance to specify the number of people he could bring. Yeah. You because know, what's stopping him from bringing an entire army to take down these guys? Um, next page. Um, Jason. Yeah, I just want to touch up, since we talked about it a bit last um, week, I believe, it was with on the podcast we talked about this, about Law saying that they're going to address Rosa and the whole thing of if he lied to Smoker or not. Well, we know that now Greenbit is a part of Dress Rosa. It's a or at least attached or island that's close by or something. On the so, other th- on the other hand, I was thinking uh, maybe he told Smoker that because I felt maybe Doflamingo would have tried to you know kind of try and persuade him since that seems to be something he's good at, to tell him the answer. Maybe that's why he didn't trust uh, Smoker. Yeah. I don't know. 
Anyways, I just want to touch up on that. So, yep, Sanjay's shouting, uh, what if they show up with the entire crew? And I was like, ah, don't worry. It's not going to be a problem. And then, look, canning over Caesar is just a decoy. And we see this ship on, like, a seat. And it looks like the front waves are kind of made of, like, little rabbits' heads. And, and it looks like um, <laughs> it looks like the back uh, is something as well. Um, yeah. Like plants? Maybe I don't know. That's, that's looks just... like waves breaking to me. Oh really? Okay. I don't know. It just looks like like those bunny peep things, just oh. like in the yeah, front. marshmallow peeps. Yes, the marshmallow yes, bunny peeps. I was that's just gonna what say it looks that. like in the front. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I'm like, am I the only person that sees the bunnies? <laughs> Are those? Is it like a, just like a school of bunny fish just swimming underneath? I guess. Oh. Yeah. Look at I... those look like bunnies. <laughs> So, uh, Soap <laughs> says, uh, basically the idea is to, um, destroy the smile factory while he's busy with, uh, Caesar. Laura's like, yep, except we don't really know where it is. And Frankie just, oh God. Uh, his hairstyle is just, you can't take him. Finger. Finger. Oh, beautiful hair. Yes. <laughs> but he's like, how can't, it's like, it's gotta be huge. We'll find it. It'll be super obvious. And he's like one laser beam from him and poof, it'll be gone. Frankie just likes blowing up factories. Apparently giving like, what <laughs> that, that just seems to be Frankie's agenda. Let's blow up all the factories. He's going to so, be the king of blowing up all the factories. Yes. So, uh, they do this. Um, so, uh, Chopper and Frankie do the super pose and as they all get riled up, and basically, Law says for some reason that the only piece of information he couldn't get was the factory. And Nami says, "Well, you know, the factory is crucial, so it must be there must be some secret behind it." And um, this is where Kinemon comes in and says, "Hey, you, you mentioned Greenbit, but I thought we were going." And Law confirms, "Like, look, don't worry, we'll go to Dress Rosa." Uh, and Luffy's kind of like. You know, to law. Have you ever been to his place? He messes up the name, and I'll let Steven explain this little joke right here. Okay, yeah. So, uh, what he actually says in Japanese is dress roba, which uh, roba means old lady. Um, and so, yeah, that was sort of, it was sort of tricky. I, I uh, mulled over a couple options, and I sort of went with one that sort of sounds like the name of uh, an old lady, like a, you know, Gertrude or. Uh, Dress Gertrude, I think, would have been much funnier. (laughs) Yeah, but it wouldn't have have made as much sense as far as the, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, I'll just love Robin's Robin's imagination. (laughs) Yeah, she seems to have a big imagination whenever she hears things. It's always funny, like, she'll just have, like, a monotone face and be thinking of all this crazy shit. But anyways, uh, Law says it's Rosa. Movie's like, ah, Rosa. So basically, it's uh, Doflamingo's um, kingdom, pretty much. And Luffy's like, yeah, we'll think about it when we get over there. He smells adventure. He can't wait to get there, and he wants to go. And Law's like, what, what the hell do you mean? We need a plan. What's wrong with you? And Luffy's just like, hey, I'm hungry. What is there to eat? What's for food? And Sanjay's like, sandwiches. And then, you know... Uh, Chopper brings in his favorite food. He wants a cotton sandwich, and then Robin <laughs> just wants tea. And Law says, "Oh, no bread on mine. I hate." And then he finally realizes with a gasp, he's becoming like them. Um, yes. 
there's he a, fell the, under Luffy's momentum. <laughs> there's 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 a couple things. Um, I I like the fact that he mentions that he wants to see Wano. I think it's pretty clear that we're headed there. Um, who hates bread? I feel like is a is a good question. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I thought I, I read some. A news story lately about how like bread and wheat actually it's like a drug like some some people want to classify because it actually has addictive properties well sugar sugar and carbohydrates right i've I've seen yakitata japan it's it's pretty clear it is i love drugs i you see i'm addicted (laughs) i I could i could say right here i have anything that made me dance around like a crab yeah (laughs) (laughs) um okay so we're up to steven so in the next scene, they're all in the dining room eating their breakfast, and uh, Kinemon is is saying that uh, you know for reasons which he will not disclose, uh, he and the other uh, people from Wano were taking to the sea to reach a place called Zo. Um, kind of an odd name. I don't I don't really know what to make of that. It actually it's the same word in Japanese for elephant. It doesn't have a kanji with it, so we don't know if it has a meaning, but uh, kind of an odd name. And Law, that sets off something in Law, and he says, that's, yeah, what a coincidence, because um, I'm just going to head there myself after we finish up with the uh, the Caesar and the smile stuff, because his people are there. And uh, yet we finally have a Beppo cameo. Uh, cameo Mini Beppo. Here. Yeah. <laughs> aye, aye. Um, yeah. Here's Kent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead, Stephen. Yes, and uh, so Kinemon is like, oh, great. In that case, yeah, can we just hitch a ride with you guys? And uh, Luffy, of course, has already stated his desire to go to Wano. So he's like, yeah, we'll all go together. And Law is, you know, he's like, this is not the plan. Don't do this. Um, Kinemon explains that there there originally was a group of four, him, uh, Momonosuke, and two other samurai. Uh, But they got shipwrecked, and only three of them washed up on Dress Rosa. And uh, Momonosuke in dragon form here uh, <laughs> explains that uh, they were sort of attacked and harassed by the Doflamingo guys. And that's when he, uh, you know, took refuge uh, on a an unfamiliar ship, which, of course, was the one that took him to Punk Hazard and was how he was separated from Kinemon. And uh, then Kinemon says that the, the other, the third samurai who was there, Kanjuro, uh, basically uh, gave himself up so that Kinemon could, could escape and go after Momonosuke. Um, um, can I just say, I wonder if that's a reference yeah. to Sanjuro, who was the character from Kurosawa films. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. It beats me. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's definitely sounds like a sort of old-timey samurai-type name, so, mm. um, you know, it fits the bill. Um, you can tell Oda's excited to do this. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean... He's been mentioning it constantly. Uh, whatever Luffy's saying is, I assume, what Oda's thinking about. It. Yeah, let's go to Wano already. Uh, keep going. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. So uh, that's why Kinemon wants to go back to Dressrosa to save Kanjiro, um, assuming, of course, that he was he is kept alive as a prisoner, which, you know, this is one piece. So, of course, he's alive. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yes, his honor has bound him to uh, to go back and, and save Kanjiro. Of course, this sets off Frankie. Uh, you know, he's ready to cry at the tip of a hat. Uh, any any story of manliness, and uh, Luffy, as usual, is is all in. And uh, Chopper know, also, yeah, Chopper as well. And uh, once again, not not what Law was originally planning. 
for the uh, the trip to Dressrosa. Also, I want to mention before we finish that page that um, Kinemon and Momonosuke make great faces when they eat. I like the juxtaposition on those two pages, both of them eating. Like, and I also, really Kinemon at the bottom, in, in the on the right page at the bottom, just with his face out like that, full cheeks. <laughs> his, in general, Momonosuke in dragon form is... I, I can't even think of the word <laughs> for it. It's just so absurd looking. Um, awesome. I like it. Also, they don't have enough chairs at the table. Uh, you think with the Thousand Sunny, you know, you, des- you would design something, you know, with a couple extra chairs or bring an extra couple extra chairs. But yeah, Brooke, Frankie, and uh, is that Robin sitting on the side there? Mm-hmm. Um, Frankie should just turn into Kintaro's form. Oh, and Chopper like cushions. And Chopper gets the other head of the table. That seems that seems weird. Okay, uh, <laughs> Doctor. Alrighty. So, meanwhile, over in the New World, near the Red Line. At the naval headquarters, McDonald's. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Now, oh wow, it took me a second. <laughs> oh, I'm an idiot. Um, so oh my we god, have, it is. Uh, I oh, hope geez. they're gold. Oh, I hope they're gold. Navy headquarters, McDonald's. <laughs> I don't like the burgers here. Okay, go. It's a giant. They sell the McRib here all year. <laughs> I wonder. Awesome. I wonder yeah, if that the means are awesome. the uh, the ball pit is that one uh, vice admiral who turns into balls. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Oh, that is incredible. I don't know why I didn't think pit. of that. Uh, uh, let's make so, the floor plans now. I think we should. I think we should start on that immediately. Like a one piece need McDonald's. So is this the idea for the for the new navy? Is just a McDonald's franchising. theme. Franchising. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. Franchising. Doctor. Yes. And, and Marine headquarters in every corner. <laughs> Alrighty. That is kind of... billion criminals executed. That does sound like Akainu's dream, actually. Mm, probably. Yeah. Oh, hopefully they don't have any horse in their food. Um, <laughs> so, like, we, uh... who we have here? We have Commodore Brand New. Commodore now. Brand new? How do you, how do you pronounce it? Brand new? Brand new? Brand new. Yeah, we actually, we previous, right, yeah, one of the, I think it was uh, One Piece Blue, the data book, or had originally spelled his name brand new, um, but uh, there was never actually spelled in the manga itself, so I guess this is basically the, the official standard right. now. Brand new. No D. The D is silent. Um, He's a <laughs> Commodore now. Yeah, Commodore. Uh, so he explains who the seven warlords of the sea, and they're named so because they're the only seven in the world, which I guess uh, they're pirates. They're basically going over who they are. They chosen by the governments. They can pillage without any retribution. And in return, they provide two things, overwhelming strength and great infamy. And their association with the government is meant to serve as a threat to the other pirates of the world. And your starting lineup, <laughs> we have the greatest swordsman in the world, Hawkeye Dracul Mihawk. God, he has changed so much. He looks completely different. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Get the joke out of the way. None of these guys look different except one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's see. We got the Kuma? king of... Keep going. Whoops. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the king of Dressrosa. And champion of evil, the <laughs> heavenly demon, Don Quixote, Don Flamingo. 
I had no idea that Doflamingo was the heavyweight champion of evil. <laughs> <laughs> heavyweight champion. The Navy's human weapon, the tyrant, Bartholomew Kuma. Yeah, I I'm going to keep, keep going. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I have to stick to this. Reigning sovereign of Amazon Lily, pirate empress, Boa Hancock. <laughs> uh, member of the worst generation and mastermind of the Rocky Port incident, the surgeon of death, Trafalgar Law. The hell that's, the... A, that's a pretty good wrestling nickname there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes. Dr. Death Seat Williams. Well, <laughs> I just, oh, saw his, I just watched the match where he got knocked out in the brawl for all the other nights. We know what that means. And what the uh, hell of the Rocky Port incident? Yeah. Um, yeah, the one where he took out all the hearts of those pirates. It could have. I, I thought that was just something he did over the course of time. He was just stealing people's hearts. I mean. That nickname's too long. <laughs> <laughs> well, Don Quixote has like a long one. It's like King of Dressrosa, Chabby Evil, Heavenly Demon. <laughs> he, has, he has a lot of stuff going for him. Chabby was the guy who did the very bad things at one time at Rocky Port. All righty. And we got Chief Commander of the Pirate Temp Agency, the living legend, the genius, Jester Buggy. The clown. Yeah, what the hell? The Pirate Temp Agency? Is there? I don't even know. Like, how would that work? I I think. Well, my my theory is is basically you know because we know that he when he left Impel down you know he had this like new basically instant crew of like hardened criminals who were following him around because they assumed that he was like the biggest badass in the world, um, and so my guess is probably that you know he he still is like the the leader of them and he just sends them to do stuff and like you know hires them out or something it's the um, perfect scam for him they don't have to find out that he can't do anything right exactly right. <laughs> i love well i i i love seeing buggy again but it's, it's amazing how incapable he is and how high stature he is he's failing upwards he's <laughs> he is the he is the michael scott of the yes. of one piece i think that's clear i think he's just that's been actually just competency. that's just like every company ever just <laughs> <laughs> and buggy so buggy is definitely going to be the fleet admiral at the end of this or uh or the king of the pirates yeah. uh, one of those oh. by the way i like how even though he's now a commodore brenu is still doing like what he was doing back when luffy first got his i, I was gonna i was gonna <laughs> ask that and what what does he do what is this job what, he was what? lieutenant commander before wasn't he he was, uh, it's yeah. He was lieutenant commander. He was much lower. Um, he gets to read the news to a bunch of people who just want to fight. Who are these people? Who is he reading the news to? It makes oh, no sense. I, I think well, he's, we know exactly who he's reading the news to. He's literally just yeah. telling the audience things. That's the only reason. In case reason. you forgot. <laughs> um, it's Commodore Exposition. You're, you're, there's still one more panel, though, yes, we're interrupting. There's, yeah, there's uh, one more panel. And finally, guys, number seven of the seven warlords. Some guy. <laughs> <laughs> and this already talk, member of the talk. Warlords, as I just mentioned previously. <laughs> so don't worry about, about him because we already talked about him and forget about it. And I don't know who he is. Uh, that's kind of... Yeah, I see what Oda did there. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it kind of hurts. Way to be yeah, a jerk, Oda. Yeah. So, um, by the way, I don't know if I'm reading too much into this. Probably, yes. Probably. But since this, we are entering like the whole Doflamingo section of the thing, uh, the paper he's holding has an island with palm trees. And if you notice from 
when Do like Doflamingo's kid sketch, he was like starting up on some island with palm trees and stuff. I could mm. well, or I mean, Trasvosa has palm trees too, and also yeah. most of the islands have palm trees. <laughs> but um, no, I, it could be. I mean, who knows? Um, uh, I do want to point out one thing uh, here with uh, Doflamingo. He has this this nickname, the Heavenly Demon. Um, so in Japanese, uh, he's called Ten Yasha. And it's Yasha is like, uh, I think the, the original word is Yaksha, Y-A-K-S-H-A. Yeah. And that's like a, um, it's, it's sort of like a, a demon, like a mythological uh, figure that was originally from India. And it also became sort of incorporated into Buddhist mythology. And uh, so, I, you know, I sort of had to, to look yeah. this stuff up just to figure out where. It's the same common prefix with Tenryubito. With the same ten, the heavenly. Right. So yeah. So Yasha, it's it's a type of you know non-human sort of uh, sort of godly figure, um, and uh, Yasha. It's actually the same Yasha in Inuyasha. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I actually I looked up, and this is this is interesting to note. Um, when I looked up uh, at least the Japanese stuff, it's really tricky looking up like sort of obscure. Buddhist concepts and uh, sort of like non-human figures because they actually like stuff varies a lot depending on which region uh, of the world you're looking at, like the source. Um, and uh, the Japanese stuff that I looked up uh, regarding Yasha, um, they said that there are three different types, which is uh, an earth Yasha, a sky or heavenly Yasha, and then like a void Yasha. And they pointed out that uh, the, the two kinds that are not earth Yasha can fly. Um, which I thought, you know, maybe that's says something to do with his flying thing where he was, you know, going to uh, punk hazard through the sky um, or, or, you know, if that could tie into why he got. Well, that, that also thing. gives us a question or the other two in the story are going to be in the story. Or I don't know. Do you think I, that he's just drawing on Buddhist mythology on just. I think I think that's just what he he's doing. Um, I I don't think it's necessarily one of those things where you should go look it up on Wikipedia and just assume that everything you read there will have something to do with with him. I <laughs> think it was sort of just like a nickname, but I did think that the choice of specifically to say that to put that sky or heavenly uh, prefix in there was notable, just because we've seen him like you know essentially flying for what we know for all we know. Have we ever seen Dope Flamingo's eyes? I know this is kind of a offshoot, but I because I noticed mm. on the Denton Mushi, uh, they also had it, it was his glasses. I feel like we have. I feel like we have. I feel like that. Yeah, that's a no, he went, I don't I think, think, so. I don't I don't think, think so because uh, how about um, what was it in Chapter Zero? I think he even had the glasses he had goggles on. or something. Yeah, yeah. He, he oh yeah, something. he did. Yeah. Or I think so, he had yeah, the glasses yeah. and the goggles. All of you listening, you're our unpaid interns. Go look at that. <laughs> yeah. uh, that that joke will come enter. back. Yeah. yeah. Um, or let's get Firecrouch to do it. Okay, Ed. All right. Yes. But Brand New continues that that only applied up until this morning. Doflamingo is gone now, and Law might have to have his title stripped too because of what he did. Which so I'm guessing the, is the hmm. Luffy Alliance. One of the three, one of the three powers is teetering in the balance. And Alcaini's like, shut up, I know. Wait, <laughs> before you get to that, I have to... Brand New is essentially doing a Death Note-ish type epic pointing, I feel like. Well, like, he did that back when, like, Luffy first got his wanted poster, right. too. Slammed it's his down thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't get to fight, but I get to point at things really dramatically. <laughs> yeah. And so Sakazuki... Look at this piece of paper on the board. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. So uh, uh, Fleet Admiral Sakazuki now is... Uh, 
Yeah, he's going to he wants it seems like he's going to he's not going to let them get in any funny business, which means I think that uh, he's going to take care of it. And he already complains about Smoker like yelling at him yesterday during his report from uh, punk ha- for, about the punk hazard incident. And um, he's going to give it a day. And Fujitora is on the case. Question mark. Question mark. Question point, right. Double question point. Uh. Uh, Steven, for everybody uh, not Japanese, Fujitora, what does it mean? Yeah, I'm also curious. So uh, Fuji is actually, it's a, the name of a plant in Japanese, a wisteria. And it is also used like Fuji Iro means the color of Fuji. Uh, so it's a shorthand for uh, the color that is, which is kind of like a lavender, like a light purple uh, color. So that is a color. And Tora is tiger. Um, so probably talking about an admiral here. Um, yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was going to guess we as got, well. We got new colors. Man. But the but thing. Yeah, but is okay. So it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm also thinking: Is he now called Sakazuki since he's no yeah. longer part of the admirals? Because that was the whole admiral thing. Like color animal. I'm gonna call him Fleet Admiral Sakazuki until we find out otherwise. Yeah, and uh, I would. That's the thing. And also um, for Kaiser Kamusa Two DLC, we want uh, Sakazuki with a beard. I was yeah. That's a great there we go. Yeah, I like that. Time skip. Just yeah. a skin of him now with a beard. I gotta say, it's a kind of lame goatee. It just kind of tapers yeah. out at the top. Um, plus, plus, this is bad because now he's like the evil twin version of Sakazuki. So that's the evil Sakazuki. <laughs> all, it's all the original parallel version. universe. It's the parallel yes. universe Sakazuki. Right. Um, Ed, continue. Hey, uh, changing locations to Dress Rosa, and people are beseeching Doflamingo. No, you can't quit. Um, and Baby Five is there, and she's looking for a master treble, and uh, she can't find him. And uh, other people around, people with horrible faces and that old guy that we saw before all of these guys we've seen before and the there's the young girl who is apparently chewing something and that that one baby five's talking to that's the one we saw i think with the transponder snail right Mm -hmm. they follow um uh the master's lead in all matters and then oh he's uh up there on top of the building apparently and uh he's sort of um I don't know, not really taunting Baby Five, but sort of doing this like, oh, the whole kingdom's in a panic, the rest of the world must be freaking out too, and he comes down from there, and he, apparently he's freaking Sweetums from the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him! Um, yeah, there you go. That's... That's it. That's the description. That's a really rapey Sweetums. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's taunting Baby Five about losing another fiancé, and uh, no. she's just like, Back off, dude. You've asked me that so many times. Stop being so persistent. No, Can I really is... just ask this? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. What the hell is this thing? <laughs> what is he? Um, he's, a, he's a close talker. He's a close talker. He is apparently, it, correct me if I'm wrong, liquidy in some form. I think that's I think he's like a slug. cloak. Mm. Sluggish. No, he definitely is liquidy, as we'll see. Maybe he is flubber? Yes, I made a flubber reference. Wow. He really does look like Sweetums from the Muppets. Um, oh, yeah. It's if he had but, bangs. Would yeah. Uh, Steven, is there anything that's lost in the way that he talk, tra- talks translation-wise or anything? Nothing is lost. Nothing is lost at all. What are you talking about? He, uh, he's, he's a translator. He could translate to you. No, I mean, like, on. anything that's, like, really Japanese-y. Um, 
No, I mean, I tried to, to you know, he there there is a joke. I mean, we'll see over the, the next few pages that he he's just sort of sticky, like he's clingy or not not in like the needy sense. Uh, but, you know, like he, he just likes to push up to people and like sort of pester them. Um, he's which a close is, talker. Yeah, um, which is definitely I actually when we talked to Greg, uh, I, I gave him my prediction that he'll probably have a nechi nechi fruit, which is sort of it's like the, the adjective that they use. Uh, and that means that can mean like sticky. And it also just means like persistent and just, you know, not giving it a rest, essentially. And that's sort of what he's doing with this conversation. Also notice the club uh, specs, uh, scepter. I almost got that right. Um, yeah. Any other comments? Also, also, treble is the Spanish word for club. Uh, also, what was destroyed on the side of the building at the top left? I don't know if you guys. Uh, that's probably that. from Baby Five, right? When yeah. she went on her rampage. That's possible. So. Yeah, yeah, that I was. I was just wondering. Um, Your turn, Zach. Okay, yeah, I'll go. Fine, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we have what's his name again? It's a uh, treble. treble. Yeah, treble. Um, treble <laughs> continues getting up in his face. I don't. I can't really relay the type of speech he has. I mean, I really, I really do love the gags here. I'm hoping I don't get sick of them too quickly. Um, and he basically says, you know, I might be persistent, uh, but you, you know, you love me, right? Uh, and Baby Five is like, shut up. Doe Flamingo's calling you. He wants you to get the you know what. Now get the hell away from me, you hideous creep. Um, and then he asks, and then he, then he, of course, proposes to him. And then he says he's just kidding. Zach, you keep saying him. <laughs> him, you? Maybe him, five you. is a her, Zach. <laughs> wait, wait. You're blowing you my mind. In a row. You twice, twice in a row. It's been, yeah. it's been a long day. Um, it's just what I'm going to say whenever I say something stupid. Um, so her. So he proposes to her. And Good. then says um, that he was just kidding. And then she thinks to herself, oh, he needs me. And the old guy and the creepy woman, you know, said, stop that shit, basically. I'm adding, I'm just adding uh, swears to things to make it more exciting, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's how it works. That's how it works. That's more people read or listen if I swear more, right? Stuff plus swears equals exciting. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we cut to Doflamingo in the palace. Uh, and he's saying, uh, he. Thanks, Diamante, who I'm guessing is the one with the diamond. Um, and uh, and this is how do I even explain this gag? Essentially, he denies until eventually he is convinced to admit it. Although Do Flamingo will say, "Never mind," then and then that's when he admits it. So he was. What is a Colosseum hero? Is that a? The, or well, is that a, is that something we don't know? The I mean, Colosseum sounds like a video game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would assume, you know, they, that there is a Colosseum in Dressrosa in Diamante's, like, you know, king shit over there. Um, you know, the guy that everyone wants to see and is keeping, you know, bringing people to to come to the Colosseum. In, He's kind of, oh, sorry. I mean, know, I have been getting the medieval slash Roman vibe in general with Dressrosa. So. I just want to say he, he kind of looks like the, the um, what's his name, from the uh, human uh, shop. No, I Which, thought he looked like... I feel like a like something out of like a, a British movie at Jason. I don't know if you would if you would know, but like maybe even like a Monty Python character or something. 
Just the, like kind of like a jester, or if a card game came to life. No, he that's looked like what Disco. That's like. the name of the guy. That's why I, I don't think he looks anything like Disco. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Uh, we don't even really get to see very closely what he looks well, like. Anyway, it's like half of his face. Yeah, I, I think he does look kind of. I mean, he, he, it looks like his figure follows that card theme a little to me. It looks like something on a playing deck. Uh, on a card deck. I don't know why I called it that. I think I understand what Treble is doing here when he pops in. He's like, he's like fishing for compliments. <laughs> and he, and yeah. he, well, he also gets into his face. Um, yeah, and I think he is also fishing for compliments. And Do Flamingo. I don't know why these people are Do Flamingo's people if he gets so annoyed by all of them. He clearly looks annoyed by. I've never seen Joe Flamingo look annoyed, but in that panel, he looks pissed. And that's pretty funny, though, because, like, this one fishes for compliments. The other one gets them and denies them. Yeah. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, I like that. Uh, the only one we don't hear from is the Spade guy who we see on the bottom there. Um, we just see uh, the spikes coming out dot, of the dot, shoulder. Dot. And we um, see the dot, dot, dot. Um, I guess that counts as a line. Uh, heart is missing. And you guys know why that is, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Because I didn't get that one right away. Um, really? Really? Okay. Really? I've... Really? Really? <laughs> really? Okay. Anyway. Um, really? Anyway. really? <laughs> anyway, uh, Don Flamingo, really? <laughs> Flamingo goes on saying, if he learns that I have this, the thing in the chest... Straw Hat Luffy will be desperate to get it, and the alliance will be completely destroyed, essentially. Um, or it'll end up shackling Law, I think, is essentially what he means. Um, and Steve, finish this off. What's in the box? What's in the damn box? What's in the box? Steve, what's in the box? Well, I, there's other stuff to go through before that. Well, he's trusting it to this guy that's annoying called Diamante. Says, like, hey, you take care of this. Like, no way, Dofi. I, you know, I can't do that. He's like, no, I want you to have it. It sounds like some sort of like terrible relationship talk. It's like, here, you should have it. No, you should have it, babe. <laughs> and and he says, like, don't treat me like a genius. And Doflamingo says, like, hey, it's like, but it's like only a genius like you could, you know, keep this. He says, no, really, stop. And then like Doflamingo once again is trying to convince him, but he says like if you insist, admit it's like it's like then I admit it, I'm a genius. Uh, it's like and when that uh, straw hat scumbag comes looking for it, he'll get a nasty surprise. And Doflamingo's like, that's right, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, because surely uh, Doflamingo has, um, I guess this is the 100 chapter surprise. <laughs> I think we uh, had a bunch of them this chapter. But yeah, yes, this I think is, this. Uh, I think this is was supposed to be the big one because also it's the last page, or yeah, you know, the last set of pages. Yeah. Um, shockingly, Doflamingo has possession of the flame flame fruit. Mm. And, okay, um, you guys don't seem to care much. <laughs> no, I, I'm I stunned. Like, silence. <laughs> um, a deafening silence falls on the podcast. We'll, we'll go. We'll go more into that at the end. Um, silence says everything. I'll let you get half through a, it. Half a page. In. Yeah, I'll let yeah. you get through the rest of it, and then we'll go back to that. He says, "Hey, he wouldn't want he wouldn't want anyone else to get their hands on you know his brother's powers." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Keep going. Speaking of that straw hat guy, the crew arrives on the island's silhouette. It's like, hey, what's that brawny-looking island? It's just Rosa. 
You made it. Luffy's <laughs> well, well, shouting all that, and Usopp's telling him to shut up like usual because Usopp doesn't want to be discovered. Because <laughs> he says, Doflamingo will hear us. And Zoro says, No, he won't. <laughs> and of course, you know, Kinemon's yelling. It's like, I'm coming for you, Kanjiro. And I'm this... coming for you, Kanjiro. And maybe, Ed, you would want to read this thing in the bottom right of the page. This is the land of love and passion, Dress Rosa. And that ends the chapter. Sounds um, pretty nice. Sounds like they're gonna, you know, it's gonna be, you know, a very loving and warm and welcoming place. Well, it brings back the the whorehouse image that we got earlier. <laughs> um, Domingo probably definitely runs a bunny house. The rising a brothel. At the, I think yeah. that would be a better word for it. Um, well, why don't we start before we give thoughts of the chapter? Um, flame, flame fruit. Why Do Flamingo ha- has it? How he has it? Let's start with Stephen. Ooh, um, big questions. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know because we still don't we don't know for sure. I mean, I think we we had this kind of hint. <clears throat> excuse me, we had this hint um, with the uh, back in Punk Hazard when when um, Caesar gave uh, Smiley the fruit thing, and then there was you know the the cart of apples nearby, and we saw one of them turn into a devil fruit. Uh, right when uh, that sort of transfer happened. So I think, you know, some people have have speculated maybe that means that, you know, it will like the spirit of the the power or whatever will, um, you know, transfer to the nearest, you know, ordinary piece of fruit. Um, but, you know, if that's true, then how, how did they get this? Um, you know, was it because this must have come? I mean, I guess I could see, for example, uh, Doflamingo was at Marineford, and so maybe if he knows that's how it works, and he had somehow like a a stock of fruit or something just in case something like this happens, uh, that you know that would have been the close he would have been the closest person to to Ace dying and then uh, absorbing that power. That's the only thing that I can I can think of. Because um, uh, well, did they did they ever say? Uh, now we know that that Kaido wants Zoan fruits specifically, but we never uh, heard that the smile only is Zoan's. Right? It could be anything. Right. Seems um, that way. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm curious as to why we've just seen the Zoans. Um, we don't know. We don't know. Um, I mean, if it's fake, also though, the fake fruit, at least the one we saw, looked a little bit different. I'm I'm more inclined to believe this is a real one, just because it looks yeah. like a real one. Hmm. Uh, Jason. Well, uh, it looks like he just got it from uh, Treble. Uh, so what I think is uh, they dug up Ace's dead body and they insert a fruit in his hole in his back. Okay, I'm just going to stop you right there. Um, I just tell you that now. Uh, uh, Treble, I think, was just retrieving it because Baby Five said, go get the you-know-what. Um, yeah. So I don't th- – I. I'm going to go out on a limb and say not. On the other hand, it might have something to do with uh, Diamond, Diamond, the Diamond guy. Uh, because they, he said, you know, you're a genius. I want you to have it. Why? Or, or maybe that'll just, that might be more foreshadowing. I still think they dug up Ace's body. Okay, Jason, just stop talking. <laughs> it's a perfect fit. It's round. Doctor? Um, I like Jason's theory, but uh, <laughs> I, that, I don't know. Uh, it it, it, it I don't I like. I don't know if even like the the time gap between his death and it 
spawning it was there a factor in there but then then that brings into question blackbeard and how easily he took that or however he took that so it's 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 a giant question mark right now i don't or, know. or if it, or if it was like a dragon ball thing where the fruit just popped up somewhere and doflamingo uh, like managed it, to get his hands on it yeah he just happened to have a tree it's like oh it popped there oh well there you go <laughs> let me put this in yeah. a box um any remaining theories ed steve I think we'll talk about this more in the piece together segment. I'm sure we will. Um, general thoughts on the chapter, then. I mean, this is this was a pretty big chapter. We've been talking about it for a everything while. everything in it. It had Luffy yeah. Goofy. It had Marine stuff. We found out about, like, other pirates at the beginning of the chapter. McDonald's like, finally me... sponsored One Piece. Although, it's act- that's, I'm pretty sure that's actually the Marine Seagull. But... No, I, I know. I'm yeah. making it. I was making <laughs> a joke. That's what it's actually supposed to be. I was making a joke. <laughs> I want to be clear. I might have been thick during this chapter, but I'm not that thick. <laughs> That is making me hungry, though. But, yeah, this chapter had everything. And, like, even, like, uh, history of uh, background, one piece, world building. Awesome chapter. Yeah, any time a chapter kind of pans around different islands, it's a good chapter. Steve? Since Steve's been quiet, maybe he's not. Um, Oh, there he is. (laughs) I was thinking. But I guess, you know, I don't think this is going to happen just for the sake of the plot. But I'm having a hard time thinking that Luffy really cares that much about the fruit. Yeah, I yeah. don't understand I don't why he would. I mean, uh, there are some interesting theories. I know I've heard, well, say what have happened if... Uh, I'm sorry, that printer's going off for some reason. No, go ahead. I know I've heard some, like, an interesting theory. Like, oh, well, you know, if Chopper Robin died, do you think Luffy would... You know, Luffy would take it sitting down that someone else would be using, you know, his crew members' fruits. But I don't. I just think about it. Like I feel like Luffy's mature about this now. He's like, oh, well, you know, Ace died, so it's not like a fruit is going to be of any use to him. Or yeah, I don't understand why. Because like, if if Luffy doesn't care about the tragic backstories of like half his crew members, why does he care about this devil fruit? Exactly. That's a really good point. I probably maybe there's some crazy. I don't know. Here's a crazy theory. What if, if using that devil fruit would allow him to get Ace back in some way? Just like it probably put like dig up his corpse and put the fruit inside of his body, and then boom, magically he, he's that alive. That seems again. way too dark for One Piece. <laughs> yeah, along the lines of what Jason said. Yeah, it's close. So it's you know mixing a lot of ideas and presenting as something stupid. Um, <laughs> It's not a terrible theory. I just like for any other show, maybe. But, but yeah, that's the thing. Like, dark. that's why I was confused. Was like, how important is that fruit for for Luffy to want to take it? I think personally, the reveal was more interesting because how did he get it? What connection does maybe Ace or the Devil Fruit have with Doflamingo? I mean, we have the Spade Pirates. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a odd connection. Um, it, that whole thing is kind of. Um, who, Stephen? What did you think of the chapter? Um, oh wow! Overall, just uh, it, it, it was awesome. I did. Uh, I think I sort of characterized this to, to someone as uh, you know, it didn't quite have like that one single moment impact that some of the other ones had, with like dragon appearing uh, back in chapter hundred, and I think wasn't the uh, like uh, Garp is Luffy's grandpa? Was that a one hundred yeah. chapter as well? No, that was a. 
That was Jack in the Box, I know, is the name. We did a manga recap for that, like a yeah. review. I, remember. I, I don't think it had, like, one singular. It was just the fact that there were, like, a half dozen different things that were like, whoa, where did that come from um, sort of stuff. And It was, you know, four, just, it was chapter 432, so. Yeah, okay, all right, well, yeah, scratch that. But, uh, you know, I, I felt like... Uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't just like one crazy cliffhanger at the end. You know, just basically almost every page had something uh, really good on it that would have been like a standout moment in other chapters. Um, so, yeah, just uh, great stuff. Um, Jason. No, I, I mean, I pretty much agree with what everyone said so far. I think it's a great chapter whenever you're panning around different places and different locations and the world's moving those are my favorite kind of uh chapters i mean i love all the stuff that was um i guess to some people hidden like the little thriller bark boat but uh for me yes <laughs> for, for you but you know like other things like you know that potentially being uh crocodile we get to see bonnie like you know all this stuff that's like hidden throughout and how you're pretty much just watching this world expand unfold over the events that uh just happen and as far as the fruit goes it's really hard to see how um Luffy would react. It could also react as like, hey, there's a potential memento of my brother kind of thing. I don't know. I, it depends, like, you know, what they think of each other and that. I it, it, I don't know. I think Luffy will care because I, I think it will kind of be like, I don't want, like, at least one of these assholes, like, eating my brother's fruit and using my brother's power kind of thing. Um, it's also cool. We're, we're starting a new arc. I guess we're yes. in the Dressrosa arc. I can feel it, yeah. Yeah, this is definitely the beginning of an arc. So we really did the Punk Hazard recap at the exact right time last <laughs> yes, week. Yes, good timing. Yeah, It was oddly well, because who knows what could have happened. We didn't know. Um, so that's really good. I'm really curious what's going to happen next week since I, I think we're going to – I don't know. Who, know. who the hell knows what's going to really happen? I, I know what it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> just tell us now. Except for the one guy. Yeah, why don't you just tell us? Exclusive. No, I can't tell you. <laughs> oh. I, I, I still wish uh, Chopper kept the stash from last chapter. I agree. I agree. Um, <laughs> I'm going to agree with that, Jason. Maybe not with the Ace's corpse thing, but I'm going to agree with the mustache. There's a lot more to talk about with Chapter 700. We're going to do it a little bit later in the piece together. Um, but for now, let's get into the anime recap. You guys ready? All right. This is the anime recap for episode 586. In a real pinch, Luffy sinks into the ice cold lake. We start at 5 minutes 36 seconds of the episode. Now. Uh, In a real pinch? What is this? A Japanese DBZ episode? <laughs> <Die> pinch. <laughs> uh, join, joining us on this segment, and this segment only, we have Jammer from the Animanga Podcast. Hey, Jammer. Hey, what's up? Thanks for having me. No problem. Glad we could finally Ball get you on. I know. It's, it, my schedule is not aligning with the East Coast these days. It's, it's because we live in different time zones. 
That's true. <laughs> that, um, that doesn't hurt. I'm guessing you know, we're, we're recording this segment last, so I'm guessing they haven't heard what I called Zach. So think think of that. Think of what Zach just said. <laughs> think of what Zach said. I was like, my I was time. Making ha- an anti-joke. Jammer, what did you say again? Said, oh, my time hasn't been up in line with the East Coast. In line with the East Coast lately. And Zach responded with, "Yeah, well, we do live in different times. <laughs> think about that." Just remember it for later in the episode because it'll come full circle. Steve, you bastard. Brown beard, yeah. Oh, who cares? <laughs> it's brown beard. Plus the brown beard's not even funny enough for us to yeah. come up with a voice to do a freaking. They haven't. The anti jokes haven't gotten any funnier since. I don't know. You, you made us listen to all those in the car after anime fans get back. Oh, okay. Chamber agrees with me that the anti jokes are hilarious. They are. How do you confuse a blonde? Oh, but like. What? How? You paint yourself blue and throw forks at her. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will mention this. Um, that that humor is definitely up my alley. Um, Zach is the only person ever to in a game of Cards Against Humanity to figure out every single card I was playing. <laughs> but then again, I was having a few drinks. But every card I was playing was like literal. And I picked out everyone Ed had because everyone Ed had was so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and they were like the long ones that make no sense. What was the what was the amazing one you had? Oh, the one about in his next movie. Um, I forgot who that they were talking about, but uh, <laughs> I, forget the, I forget I forgot the name of the actor. And you're saying I kill stuff. So the Straw Hats died. Yes, they're yeah. dead. Okay, so oh, they're dead. All right, back to our comedy. I was going to say that it doesn't really matter us talking over this because this scene lasts 20 minutes. Yeah. I, was, I almost thought that was Robin picking up Luffy. I was like, wait a second. I love how Zoro carries Luffy by the mouth. <laughs> I, is this the first time we've ever really seen Robin like I sink think. into water? Oh, yeah. Is, yeah. Have to be rescued? Because it's always been Luffy and Brooke and you know, Chopper. I don't think it's ever been Robin. Her head bop right there was poorly animated. Oh, the animation <laughs> in this episode is pretty wonky. Luffy's yeah. face. Ooh, Luffy's yeah. face is frozen right now. Although that no, makes sense. I think that's just the limited animation. Yes. <laughs> This is disappointing. I recently rewatched Spirited Away, and I forgot how well animated that movie is. Yeah, uh, no, you yeah, forgot but... how well animation could be. Yeah, <laughs> you've been watching. Yeah, didn't I point pointers. out in that episode we did for your show mm-hmm. where the guy is running towards the the uh, towards the camera, and in like five frames, you can see like the like the part of his the zipper of his pants. I don't remember that. No. I rem- I remember. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like I just I was I was watching it at the beginning of that movie, and it's incredibly detailed animation in that movie. Oh yeah. While we're That's talking like about animation, exactly. did you see how terrible the animation was <laughs> when Zoro just pushed Luffy over to Usopp here? <laughs> and it's like oh, then the head just also kind of a douchey thing it. to do. Mm. It's just, Brownbeard's next ex- head was over there. Brownbeard's an exposition tar. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they probably got a voice actor that could actually speak in exposition. Get it? Because they wow. changed voice actors like three times. Yeah, that was that was a weird laugh. Who me? The, no, the uh, on Brownbeard. This oh. No one laughed. Yeah, <laughs> so I was wondering. Yeah, I, I no. just, oh, I, kinda, oh, oh, was wait, it my wait, laugh? I'm sorry. I yeah. snickered or whatever you call it. Yeah, wait, wait to zack that up. These are the worst sharks ever. <laughs> Come on, Doc. <laughs> Cut me, some, cut me some fucking slack here. You guys are assholes. 
But these are the worst sharks ever. They couldn't kill a. They couldn't kill a fly. <laughs> they just circled. Yeah. Dumbass. They can't brilliant. look up. So wow. they're like, I know there's someone here. <laughs> when Robin's back, when he saw her right? back, I was trying to make out to see if that was cleavage and it was her back. You might be looking you might be looking for cleavage too much. Maybe that's at first, it. At first I forgot Brooke showed up here because I thought, oh, did it just get so cold? That's what I thought too. <laughs> they were waiting forever to shoot them that this their is, guns froze uh, over. I think this actually might be uh, on Usab and uh, Brooks single. Uh, I'm not positive though. That might be wrong. I thought I, I heard. The, I thought I heard the synthesizer <clears throat> in it at the beginning. I think it is on Brooks single because there was one. I I went over it with uh we went over the book stuff with uh the dude a while back, not that long, but a couple episodes ago, and there was one song that I hadn't heard before that was like an OST song, and uh, that was a good gag. <laughs> I cannot tell you who I am. My name is Brooke. So it's Brooke's actually pretty. Dead. Co- it's a common Japanese guy. So Brooke's dead, and I, this has probably been established, but I'm just you know making conversation at this point. But mm-hmm. does he regenerate bone? Milk. If he drinks milk. If he drinks milk, okay, that's what I thought. Does a body good. <clears throat> so if he like puts a cast on and set his bone, then it'll merge back together. If they yeah. break, like if he if he breaks yeah. his feet. And or his uh, toxic. I know it makes no sense. and milk, and that somehow, you know, <clears throat> magic, whatever. Yep. Cool. <laughs> Chopper uses just a little bit of magic, and you know, bandages, bandages heal everything. Heal everything, and maybe pinch a of fairy bit. dust. And if you, you know, my girlfriend watched One Piece for the first time recently. I made her watch it, and she's all like, "So do the bandages just fix everything?" And I was so proud. What were you showing her? Uh, it was Usopp. It was like a Water 7 uh, stuff. Yes, yes. Wait, that was the first thing you showed her? I'm not interested in her getting her in the story. It was just I got in the DVD, and oh. so I wanted so to watch it, it, and she happened face. to be around. I was about yeah. to say, and I'm like, that, that's No, a- no. She, okay. She's not going to get into anime ever, so yeah. I, I don't care. Oh, she's <laughs> a keeper. Yes. She, just, she just thinks this is a phase. I'm going to grow out of it eventually and then bear her children. You know? I think she's oh, going to bear her children. <laughs> yeah, you know, she might have been too far in the pants in the family. Jammer's a seahorse. Come on, Jammer, Jammer. She's a seahorse mermaid. I know fucking person. Fish person. Oh, my God. I like how this segment just devolved into us chatting. I got this terrible image of a child growing in my, like, freaking balls. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yeah. where they come hey, from. I also got this terrible image of a child growing in Jammer's balls. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if what if there's like a reverse thing where the eggs go down? I'm just wow. Look at mind. Robin's look forehead. At look at her forehead. I missed it. Oh my god, it was, was shaking terrible. so well. Oh, I. By the way, I it was love... bigger than the bottom half of her face. I, I don't know if we're up to it yet because I've been paying kind of half has a attention. Head. I don't know if we've got into it, but oh yeah, here they pick out their coats. And Robin picks out, she's like, I'm going to pick the one who's the woman. The only woman yes. there. <laughs> oh, how convenient. A female. Yeah, right here. She, she scans, oh, a woman with a coat that would fit Yay. me. I'm somebody's sister. That <laughs> <laughs> was the one who was comforting Brownbeard earlier when he did the foxy thing. Yeah. Why can't she just, like, take Give out you another one dude? Hey, hey, save me some. Oh, yeah. What brilliant use of overtaken. <clears throat> this is like an embellishment of the gag from uh, Drum Island with Zorro. Oh, yeah. I guess. Back when Zorro he, uh, does get frozen. 
Yeah, I mean, it has of... it has been like a decade since. That. Except you know they drag it out here <laughs> again. Also, Zoro was more naked in that episode. He was it's true. He was. Ed remembers how naked Zoro is in various parts of the show. Oh yes, <laughs> he bears all. Really? I was okay. Call back to call back to call back to a conversation, conversation. that nobody here but us was having. <laughs> Let's just exclude everyone from the show. Yeah, way to alienate me. And your audience. You specifically, Jammer, is who I was attempting to alienate. Yeah, that, even the uh, the action is pretty cool in this episode. Well, <laughs> the second half is much better than the first half of this episode. Yeah, that's good, I guess. Yeah. Uh-oh. We trudge towards the first commercial break. Yeah, like, we're just, you just gotta wait for the first commercial break and then it's fine. Because uh, this scene shouldn't have taken an entire half. No, it shouldn't But have. it did. But it did, and here we are. Uh, we'll be back with uh, One Piece in a moment. Can I? Can I? Can I mention sort of the? Wait, are we are we taking a break? Or and now we're back. Oh, okay. <laughs> Welcome back. I wasn't quite sure. Uh, I'm not gonna say it. Never mind. I'm done. No, you gotta say it now. You've prepped it. Well, th- there was a point in the anime in which I kind of just like felt like I just didn't care about the anime anymore. Fishman Island. Huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, been there before. I I, it was Fishman Island because I wasn't caring it that was, I was missing. Well, like, it was before. Weeks. It was before. Well, now in this arc, I can sit through a badly animated episode. Yeah, I'm because well, at least was, the plot is okay. God damn it, people, let me finish. No. Go so, ahead. <laughs> who are you? So, there was uh, that, that one scene where, uh, what's his name? Caribou. Um, he jumps when he jumps on the ship and then the rest of his crew doesn't follow because they get carried away by uh, the Moo Moo guy, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. And then they die. Well, then they should have died. But no, but the point is, is that I, Look at those that could have been directed so much better. And because they needed to drag it out, it just, the way it was just portrayed made no sense. And they kept yelling, yeah, and then running and then, yeah, and then they stop and then they'd yell again. And I'm like, oh my God, this should have happened in like a split second, not, you know, uh, two minutes. Hey, you just remind me of another thing that pissed me off um, about Fishman Island. Yeah, remember Everything? when Momu showed up? It's like, oh my god, it's Momu. What happened to Momu? Why is Momu with the caribou pirates? And like, no, 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 no. Do you like that? Momu was a character from an old arc. Okay, moving on. Like, um, <laughs> no, can we get yeah. some closure on that? Yeah, that does kind of bother me. How it seems like, as much as I love Oda bringing back things, it is kind of bothersome that he brings them back sometimes just to bring them back, not because they have any yeah. importance. Speaking- that, like, the, like, I'm sorry, I only just finished up right here. There was no point of that, of Momu being wow, that. It served, the, it served the, no purpose, and it didn't further any storyline. Oh, Fishman Island. All right, speaking <laughs> of disappointments from Toei, uh, we're about to have a big one here. Oh, yeah. I remember Zach texted me. He was like, it's like they just changed the voices. Uh, they they change voice actors. What the fuck is he talking about? No, <laughs> no, damn it, no. This uh, I was, I was really disappointed by this. I mean, I'm sure they'll do fine with it, yeah. but I mean, it was. It's a, hopes up, man. It's a wasted opportunity. That's well, I guess I can understand it being really hard to pull off, but I thought they were going to try. It would be yeah, it would be hard to pull off, but it's at the same time, for like, like ten episodes at least, it's like. Yeah. There's gonna no, be it's going to go like, on for way more than that. I'm sorry. It's going to go on for like 20 anime, episodes. Yeah. yeah. 
It's going to be like the length of an entire series. <laughs> it's, I, I probably would say that at least probably whenever this years later, whenever Funimation gets to this, that they probably will be able to mess oh, yeah. around with this. Because I know they did it for... Funny, yeah, no, because they, they, they what was the show um, that they did it for? It was like a terrible show. Well, I think someone... Con- did this happen in Fairy Tale? This kind of thing? I mean, likely. I feel like it. Because someone said they actually did the uh, voice imitations. I think I think it was in another show I saw. Yeah, somewhere. yeah, I think they did do like some switch around for that one. Yeah, they did some kind of imitations for that one, but it was like for one episode. So, oh, Frankie Nami. Mm-hmm. No, no, Nami Frankie. It's the body. In, it's the person. So we have to get oh this straight God. again. Boobs. Person Those boobs make no fucking sense. Okay. Um... <laughs> So just so people know the terminology again, what we do is the person inside is the name first and the person outside is the name second. So that is Nami Frankie talking, Chopper Sanji, Frankie Chopper, and Sanji Nami. Or boob person. (laughs) He's got his own boobs. It's like a parody of like a comedian from the early 90s. Yeah, if guys had boobs, they'd just stare at him all day. (laughs) Yep. Actually, we probably would for the first day, or the first hour. I think I do well, like, more. I think I do more than just look. Well, Sandy's in the know, middle of it right now. After a while, we just want to find a new pair of boobs. <laughs> uh, uh. <clears throat> one isn't just enough. You mean so, one set? One pair? You know what I mean. <laughs> Lisa's hand animation looks really nice. Yeah, the animation at the end here does is it though? Really nice. Does it really? I'm just kidding. No, it's 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 fine. This whole. I did it. Um. There's one part here that reminds me, and I think I made one reference to this already in the episode, but of a Monty Python gag, I'll show you. Or just the way it's animated. We were talking about uh, Diamante earlier. Right. So uh, I'll I'll show you when it comes up. It's soon. It's within the next minute or so. Mm -hmm. But I think this was well done. This was one of my favorite things, just how chaotic uh, this whole scene is. Yeah. Nice to actually be watching. Because we were not paying attention to the first half. Love so. Remember how at the in the East Blue, splitting a ship in half seemed like a big deal? Well, this is kind of a little bit step up from that. So This is nice well, animation. Well, this here. is the new world. Well, Don't I know that. Only escape from the Grand Line. No, no, I'm not judging. I'm just here, saying this that's, scene. that's pretty cool. How like it, Doesn't this time, scene look like, like a, something out of Monty Python? Just in the way the they're moving? Dude. Yeah, the animation. Seems like someone's doing a terrible job at playing Tetris. <laughs> Right. It's like shit. Oh, shit. You, you screw up once and then you're just you're screwed the whole game. With the with the straight block. Great face. Look at that guy. Yeah, the one on the middle would it, left. Would it kill you guys to blink? <laughs> <laughs> that cost an extra million dollars in animation budget. Would it would it kill you to draw the left eye? <clears throat> yeah, as much as I rag in this episode, I did enjoy it when I watched it. No, yeah, me too. The, the first guy- half was slow. Yes. Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say something, but then I got bored. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was like, uh, never mind. It's like, I don't want to. You're going to, I think it's like in the last two minutes, the animation just fucking jumps. And well, that would be right about now if they're going to uh, do it. It's going to be soon. Better. It's, I think it's around here. His eyes look nice all of a sudden, so I'm guessing it's around here. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Animated like, nicely. Now they're animating seriously. Now we're going to actually pay attention. Yeah, right around here. Oh, yeah, look, everyone's all shiny now. Yeah, even the G5 guys. Yeah. Mm. 
This is what One Piece would look like if it was animated well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's really nice. This is, a, this is a really cool fight. It's a really nice fight. Whoa! <laughs> I never really noticed till now that Smoker is kind of... Toya is now going with uh, the manga colors for Smoker by giving him just straight-up white hair when he kind of had grayish hair. Mm-hmm. Earlier in the... He's also two years older. Yeah, he might have grayed a little more. Oh, oh Jesus, you don't go that... You, know, you don't go that white. You have never been to law school. You're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'd Why would G5. I? G5 would do that to you. Yeah, G5 is, yeah. G5 and law school are essentially the same place. Right? <laughs> I think that's clear. Oh my this God. is a terrible yeah, I idea. Think, I think Tashiki's going to do it. <laughs> I really think she's going to do it. <laughs> I think so. Dur- oh, no. She that was Tashiki is really the worst. <laughs> that was what? an important sword. That was probably an important sword. Oh, yeah, sword. that was. Well, That's isn't that just his about. powers? Like, was the sword really broken, or did he just split it in half with his... Yeah, I think he just split it in half with his power. Okay, now it looks really nice. Yeah. You know, for the last 30 seconds. It was last couple minutes. They were saving up the budget from that entire episode just for this one scene. So how tragic would that be if he actually killed her? That time they were too lazy to draw the right eye. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that technically be his left eye, but oh god, you're right. Anyway, thoughts on the episode? It was fun. animated nicely. Not gonna watch that again. It was sometimes Jumped animated up. nicely. <laughs> um, it was. It was. Um, it was definitely an episode I don't have to see more than twice. Yeah. 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 Now I have seen it twice. I've seen it at least. Yeah, I've seen it twice. Yeah, I really want to have seen it more than once, but I've seen it twice. <laughs> I've seen it seven times. I, this is the first time I'm watching it. Yeah. Do you want to see it again? I'm Jackson? so nice. I'll watch no. it twice. Um, no, I don't. I'm fine. I'm cool. I'll right, watch well, that last 30 seconds. Jammer, your uh, podcast is at anamangapodcast.com, right? Yes, that is correct. And actually, I'm trying to have uh, Dominic do more responsibility stuff so that, you know, he can start pulling his own weight. I doubt that's ever going to happen. <laughs> oh, it'll happen. He's trying. Dominic? I know. It's amazing, right? I know. I don't believe that. Um, I think he's slowly trying to take over the podcast, though, so I got to watch my back. He definitely was. He did introduce last week, or try to. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, good luck with that. You could take over this podcast in a couple weeks. I'll give you permission for that. Sounds Um, good. So uh, let's get into the next segment. Word. Up. Hey everyone, we're here with Alexi and uh, Urian from Shonen Jump once again joining us. Hey guys. Uh, it's Alexi and Urian. Urian. And Urian. <laughs> it's a cool name. I, I just, ha- you know, I don't, I'm really bad with pronunciation. Everyone else here could agree with that. People have called me worse. <laughs> so, uh, first off, congratulations, uh, Chapter 700, on publishing that, getting that out there. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on the series lasting so long, on the chapter? Alexi, or Yuri? Well, it's like 700 times 20, pretty much. What is it, like a thousand? Uh, yeah. It's, uh... What's the, how many pages was the photo at one of these guys? It's like 15,000 pages. Good lord. Wow. <laughs> you know what you should do? You guys should have your intern if you have one, right? We'll have ours. Crown. 
count every single line in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get get your intern on that uh, for next... Uh, how many lines are. You guys have an intern, right? I think Firecrouch is Sam, Yeah, intern. Sammy. Well, Sammy. Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> um, what other manga is in the class almost as last of his own as Harvey Pneumonia that make it even half that far? And he's, you know, what, what's... Who's done him? Well, go, how long did Golgo go? That's like over 100 volumes. Yeah, Kochikame. So. Yeah, Kochikame. Yeah, and he's like, in, there are very few manga comics. All the JoJo series put together. <laughs> yeah. But, so, uh, it's amazing. One Piece has been on the top for like all those volumes, true. too. That's, crazy. That's also true. That's yeah. true. Um, so we were, you were nice enough to invite us to do a collaboration with you guys for uh, ShonenJump.com, which I hope everyone who's listening has checked out. Um, and we talked about our favorite moments of One Piece. We asked everyone out there what their favorite moments of One Piece are. Um, do you guys want to talk a little bit about, you know, what you love most about the series? Favorite moment? Uh, favorite comedic moment? Favorite not comedic moment? I, Alexei, I could start with you if you want. Uh, you're right. Oh, well, you know, another, <laughs> another favorite moment that I forgot to, uh, I mean, I should have actually picked was uh, the moment that I, 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 I teared up a little bit, for real, manly tears. Uh, this is a spoiler, so if you haven't read the Paramount War, you don't know, listen to this part, just close your ears. Uh, anyway, the part where um, Whitebeard, his son, betrays him and then stabs him, and then uh, instead of doing what you know, you'd guess he would do, which would be to yell at him or something, he just hugs him and says, you're stupid, but I, I love you. And I thought that was a very, uh, a very, a very Jesus moment, and the kind of thing that you know you'd never expect to happen. So that one, and it was, it was drawn really well too. It was very beautiful. I think that is uh, one of the most poignant moments of the entire series. My favorite from that arc is actually there's a, like a short, like two-page flashback of Whitebeard when he was younger, and all the other pirates are like congratulating themselves on uh, getting treasure, and Whitebeard is, you know off on his own and they're like you know what's up with you what do you want and he wants a family rather than treasure and and then that's you know what he got later on he's the dad of all those crazy pirates yeah i know um and i think you both did your favorite comedic moments which i thought were both very good comedic moments uh in your column um are there any other like what what do you love about one piece when you read it in more general fashion about it. Oh, I love that it starts off in the beginning, beginning with a little kid who stabs himself in the face. Comic for kids here. Why did he do that? I think he to prove how tough he was. He wanted to prove how tough he was by stabbing himself in the face. How else? That's a great way to show you your serious. Oh. Don't try that at home, uh, One Piece podcast. Oh, too late. Like so many kind of genres within it, or just different moments, yeah. you know, ups and downs, and comedy and action and emotions, and it's got it's like ten different manga shoved together. It even had the sports manga where they were doing the Davy Bag fight. Yeah, <laughs> sure. that, was, that was that was wacky. So so much variety in this series. Also, fashion. I would say his uh, his outfits totally blow my mind. So should I be asking what your favorite genre of One Piece is? <laughs> Well, I don't, um, I don't know, what, what is the, uh, what is, what is, his, I, I think the thing overall that I like the best is it, it, it came out of nowhere and it didn't look like any other manga, it, it, like except the one that I, I think copied it, but uh, it, it, in terms of style, it was completely unlike 
all the other manga, and that's one thing I think is its greatest strength, because his art is just like endless energy. He just packs everything full of so much stuff and so much crazy stuff, and he doesn't skimp, and he doesn't cheat or, or try to cut corners. It's just, I can't believe he's kept up this level of uh, incredibly energetic and time-consuming art for this long. And it's so sty it's stylistic. It's, 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 own very, it's very unstyle that, you know, no one else has. So that's another thing I like about it. Alexi? Uh, I was just thinking about the scene with uh, Brooke's flashback and they're playing the music and like they're dying one at a time and like so sad and brings a tear to your eye. And then Brooke is so funny in the, in the uh, latest, you know, in the present time. So great, great variety. Oh. To Right. Do you guys get um, like fan letters from fans of One Piece that come into the office? They, they, they still do that? Do people still do that? Uh, Uriah had a great fan letter today. That uh... we get a lot of prison mail, and this. <laughs> I, know, I know what that's like. Is that true? Uh, we do, we really do. Oh. What else? We each other. This is one of the sad, sad parts of uh, we didn't think about when we went digital. Is uh, you can't get the internet from the prison because probably the first thing you'll look at is how to break out, and so uh, I see a lot of uh, people very sad that we uh, we went digital. So no, I always. I could and and the, the woman I said he was very thoughtful. He was talking about, you know, supposedly mistakes in their youth and the world's so technologically driven, but not everybody's on the same page, and it was really beautiful. And it made me think of um, Intel Downsog in some poor <laughs> prisoner in there. Can't read, can't read his favorite manga because we've had Intel Downsog. <laughs> yeah, hopefully that wasn't inspiration or anything. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do drugs at, at one of these podcast people. Stay in school and don't go to prison so you can keep eating shot and jump. That's my advice. And don't break into prison so you could rescue your brother. That just doesn't ever work out. And uh, get a sex change. And get I, a sex change. Uh, <laughs> there have been some insane rescues where people flew helicopters into prisons. There have been some really nutty rescues in the, in the real world, but yeah, not quite on that level. Just like an impel down. Flew <laughs> a helicopter in there. <laughs> Other questions? I don't know. Actually, there is a helicopter in One Piece now, except he's a dude. Yeah, that's a, a oh, yeah, yeah. character. <laughs> Took me a second. Buffalo. Uh, I think teeth. <laughs> I couldn't quite understand. So the girl who turns into weapons, and I, we were discussing if we thought it was a Bleach reference when she was a spotter girl, and then it looked like she turned into uh, Mrs. Uh, Torpedo from Bubble Bowl. But then, so that girl, I couldn't understand. There's a, she has a gross boyfriend or something back who doesn't love her. No, she, she, yeah, she accepts the proposal of any man who proposes marriage, and then Doflamingo has to kill them. Because okay. she has no discriminating taste, she feels bad for everyone. Oh, okay. okay. Wants to be needed. I know more girls like that. Creepy guys uh, ask her out, and she has to say yes. Her <laughs> <laughs> boss has to kill, kill. <laughs> I mean, what other choice is there besides killing all of them? Yeah. yeah. I hope we see more of her. Uh, yeah, I think we will. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I have a question about more recent development with with Jump. Actually, you started you decided to start printing author comments in in the magazine. What was behind that? Because you asked for it. Do specifically. Fans, fans, fans asked for it. They started asking on the forums and forums, asking on Twitter and in the comments fields. And you know, it's like something we could do that. You know, it, we do listen to that kind of stuff. Believe it or not. And when we can do something, we certainly do it. And there's an example of that, so. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, the comments aren't always super interesting, but you do get a little insight into 
some of the creators. Some, and sometimes they can be kind of bizarre. And sometimes yeah. if they're not interesting when you read them, they become interesting later when you realize I remember, I mean, what, say you're like a Oda and you're doing your 700th comic. What do you get? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it gets oh, wow. a little leaky sometimes. There are some amazing, amazingly ridiculous comments in there, uh, as I could also attest. Um, uh, How's the Switch overall been? I I think last time we talked to you is when you were heading over to the Weekly Shonen Jump format, so how has it been in in these new shoes, I guess, to put it, as as a way to put it? Tragic loss to to lose Alpha Coon, our unofficial (laughs) master. It was a little drawing of the alpha symbol with like eyeballs in it. Well, you can make one with like a W now, I guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> w Coon. W Coon. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know what we're going to do. So that was the sad part. But it's been great. I mean, it's been awesome. Going final. We were already ru- almost running at that at that sort of a schedule anyway. So it really wasn't that hard of a, a, a switch just to go full simul. It does make a page creation, non-manga page creation, a little trickier. And, of course... Editors can't ever get sick, pretty much, or neither can their friends. No one can get sick, pretty much, is how it is now. <laughs> well, commenting, what? I thought it was Simo. This is last week's yeah. issue. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, idiots. Uh, I didn't mean to say idiots. Uninformed individuals. <laughs> <laughs> I say it, and we hit some over and over. No, you're reading legal versions. This is not actually how it is, but, you know. Hopefully. Uh, some of the people who we tell that will uh, make the switch and then come on over to uh, Persona Jump. So, it, it, I mean, over the course of our existence digitally, we've uh, more or less one by one been taking down people's blocks for why they won't subscribe. And this last one was a major one. So, hopefully, uh, it will get more people on board. Also, we're giving out the free DLC for the Anarcha game for the next for this issue. Oh, yeah, that's our next big thing. Uh, we need to do something for the One Piece game that comes out in like yeah, maybe yeah. Are you gonna you're working you know, on that? I'll, I'll get. I'm, I'm in tight with Namco, so that's a good idea. We should. Well, hey, you 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 are listeners of the One Piece podcast. What what kind of stuff would you want uh, for free out of a DLC or anything? If you can get something some DLC from a One Piece game, what would you want? That's a really good question. I, Nami in a bikini. <laughs> I think you could get that regularly. I don't think yeah, you need I'm a sure DLC for that. Just, We're just already halfway else. there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I know, but uh, any other other serious suggestions? <laughs> Robin in a bikini. That's actually. <laughs> how about how about Robin with a waist? Yes. Nice. How about the characters are actually properly proportioned? Bye. Oh, that's that. crazy talk, though. <laughs> Terrible suggestion. The manga. Hello, the manga. Yeah, no. Anyway, question. One final question, I think. And what is the most interesting or intriguing One Piece theory that you've heard for the future of the series? That's a good question. Okay. Or one uh, that you have yourself. Well, this is something I put together myself. I'm sure no one else has realized this. But uh, so... Ace used to be in the Spade Pirates, which is definitely, you know, part of Del Flamingo's group. So I'm guessing there's going to be some interesting flashbacks in the next couple chapters dealing with uh, how Ace got the uh, flame fruit from Del Flamingo and, you know, what tore them apart or whatever, how they're... He left them and stuff. So I don't know. I'm looking forward to that. I'm also really curious about the connection. That's that's a weird one. It seems to have work. come up before he joined with Whitebeard's crew. Yeah. Yeah. I right. mean, 
Yeah. I, I, I kind of uh, agree with that theory. That's what I was thinking, too. I kind of figured that the smileys on uh, Ace's hat, like the smile face for he used to be there and the frowny face for he betrayed or left or something. Sim- ah, symbolism. Good. That's what I think, at least. But I know we've seen the smiles all over the place. We know Whitebeard had the Doflamingo smiles when he was getting his IVs and stuff. So I'm pretty sure there's a connection. Oh, that's true. I forgot about mm-hmm. that. Good callback. Uh, yeah. Uryan, do you, what's, what's your favorite? Well, I think it will be revealed at some point that the, the seven warlords were involved in the assassination of JFK. <laughs> <laughs> there are less surprising things that I feel like could happen in One Piece. Um, so any other questions, anyone? No? All right, um, Alexi and Urian, thank you so much for coming on. Um, yes, uh, what cons are you guys going to go to? So maybe we can do some collabo. We'll be at AX, at least some of us. Definitely the West Coast guys that you've met. Um, maybe some of us here also. Uh, we'll be at Otakon, Anime Central. Um, I don't know what other ones on the West Coast will be. Anime at. Boston, probably? Yeah. Anime what about Anime or WonderCon? Um, usually a couple of our guys go to Fanime, so you'll probably see some of us there. Um, Dennis, who's not with us right now, is usually a Fanime. He'll be an awesome cosplay. He'll be in an awesome cosplay. That's true. If you have panels with any of those things, just uh, let us know, so maybe we can do some collabo. Sure. Yeah. We'll awesome. also probably do New York Comic Con, if that's still considered an anime convention, but yeah. <laughs> it kind of is. Are slowly being choked to death. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun, right? Do they even have the anime section anymore, or is it just straight New York Comic Con? I think it's just straight New York Comic Con. It is, but they still year. have anime stuff. I mean, I yeah. don't know how long that'll last, but it's, it's barely. It's barely. It's part of the Comic Con world now. Yeah. Uh, so everyone out there, don't forget to check out ShonenJump.com and Weekly Shonen Jump every Monday, um, usually around 1 p.m. Eastern. Right? 11, 10 a.m.? Like yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, thanks, Alexi, and thanks, Ryan. Thank you. Okay, stay in a jail so you can read Shonen Jump uh, online, okay? Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I do that. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey folks, this is Steven, and I'm here with Greg, and we're just going to record a little bit of a conversation about stuff. Uh, I'm kind of sorry this is, this is sort of not unofficial, but sort of impromptu, because um, we're sort of recording this just at, you know, finding a time to, to get together, because we're, we're all kind of busy right now. Um, we're all we working going- adults. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and uh, so we're, I guess we're just going to take a quick look at Volume 69, correct, Greg? Oh, yeah. And uh, let's get right into it, looking at the cover. Um, I know many of you have been looking at this for quite some time online. Um, you know, it's been on Amazon and such. But uh, looking at this cover, um, just the actual cover proper, like the one that you will pick up and have in your hands, colors are very striking. It's a beautiful cover. Um, I, I love as usual, the, the little details hidden here and there throughout it, seeing the, the color aspects of, of the children and whatnot. Uh, I like the gear in the top right-hand corner, very, very famous scene, and the one that also ends the, the volume. Uh, and what else did we get color for? Oh, we got color for the candy, so that's kind of cool. Um, mm. It's orange and white, I guess. 
Uh, inside the inside flap is a, a, a really great um, comment by Oda, and I think one of the first times that he's done two images, one at the top, one at the bottom. Mm, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, really hilarious uh, kind of comment, social commentary <laughs> here, um, but it's basically uh, what he calls the, a death game as related to toilet paper, and um, it's, it's, it's a good read, so do enjoy that. So let's get into the SBS. By the way, there are, what is it, 11, 12 chapters in this? Fantastic. I thought we were never going to get any of these again, and uh, I'm, I'm really happy to see this, this packed um, yeah, uh, wow. yeah. The last it's really chapter, yeah last chapter starting at 220 like you almost never see one piece volumes or jump volumes in, in general get that high so that'd be like two, 240 almost 250 pages yeah this is this is really quite thick i don't know i don't know um who he had to bow down before to get this accomplished <laughs> but uh, really impressive um the first sbx sbs section by the way we're going to be going through these a little bit uh, quickly, simply because there's a lot of, uh, as they say in that, uh, toilet humor, to- toilet humor, right? That's what we call it, toilet humor. Um, and unfor- it's unfortunate. But um, looking at this first section, something that just might come back, that might be revisited, is about um, Usopp. And um, someone asks, is Usopp's nose a, a chikua? And chikua is kind of this fish paste tube. I don't know how else to describe it, but it's like fish paste that's wrapped around a tube and then cooked and um it, there you go it's like it's almost like a fish, fish sausage or something yeah they're not that appealing really but um <laughs> that's that's the opinion of a foreigner and um uh otis says of course it's not and um then usop says it's a chikua and then he's and then otis shocked like it's a chikua <laughs> he says i did not know that for 15 years <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that may be a joke that gets revisited at some point. Uh, now let's go to the next SBS. Uh, the artwork here being done by uh, the Hawkins being done by Ponyo, who is um, quite a, a famous uh, member of the, the One Piece fan community. Um, his or her artwork is continually uh, featured in this section of the SBS yeah. tops. Yeah, as, um, as someone who has to translate all of the names on all of the SBSs for the last couple of volumes, I can attest that <laughs> yes, the name Ponyo comes up quite a lot. He and he or, he or she is is quite talented. Um, but uh, yeah, so looking at this uh, section, we've got two interesting commentaries here on Oda. One is quite obvious, and one is uh, and, and reader asking if the scene where Zoro cuts off the head of the the dragon. It was intentionally reminiscent of the scene where um, Ryuma cut off the head of the dragon in Monsters, which is, of course, his work from some, I don't know, almost 20 years ago. Mm. So um, uh, he says that, yes, it was, and uh, that, you know, it's kind of his same idea was in there. And you can see the difference of, of what he thought a, a slicing scene should be in his uh, in his late 30s and what his slicing should, scene should be in his late uh, teens. So there you've got it. Um, you can compare the two. Obviously, they have similar and uh, similarities and differences. I honestly think that um, this scene looks very similar to where uh, Zoro and Vuma actually uh, were battling, their final cut. Um, I, I saw more of it in that scene than I did here. Um, but obviously, you know, you can draw comparisons between the two. Down at the bottom, we're talking about uh, the island uh, with lightning. 
falling where lightning rains evidently and Oda just I guess confirming that yes that is indeed uh, Raijin Island um, where uh, that Nami was reading about when she was in with Arya and where um, Uruj was also just about to visit uh, at the very end of volume what is it 59 60 something like that uh, 60 yes the end of 60 so just confirming that, yes, that is the island, and Oda kind of ponders here, I wonder what kind of adventure would have uh, awaited Luffy if he was there. And it is again confirmed that Smoker was waiting uh, at Raijinto because he suspected that Luffy would want to visit there, which of course he did, but did that, was not allowed. Mm -hmm. uh, the next SBS is just kind of a, um, a compilation of all of the characters' uh, data that we've known thus far. It's kind of nice to have in, in one place like this. Um, but I mean, you know, there are many fan books that have it, but if you don't have the fan books, I guess this will be something for you to, uh, look back on. Uh, there is one very helpful piece of information here that is absolutely new and I'm very excited about it. And that is Chopper's height, uh, Chopper's height as the, um, what do we call it? The, the man beast, I guess. Um, it, I honest, I think I call this form actually the beast man form, but I don't know. I, I forget. Um, I have to go back to his original listing of it and check whatever the canon is. But uh, it's 90 centimeters, and that's his uh, his height uh, as the the little cute chopper. So mm -hmm. 90 centimeters. That's the first time we've had that. Then we go to the next section, and we're at, he's out. Uh, he is asked, "What's the name of the the kind of funny running pattern that the uh, that Brooke and Zoro and Kim uh, have?" Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, he says that it's something, it was kind of a, a running uh, pattern that was used in old uh, comics and animation and whatnot. And mm -hmm. what is he? Um, I think he, he calls it the uh, Daba Daba Dash. And then I guess. And when you run, you should just say Daba 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 Daba. So I guess that's just kind of Daba Daba is the onomatopoeia of, yeah. of running like that. Yeah, I, I believe I used like D A B B A because you know when I heard that I thought yabba dabba do, so you know, it, and it has that sort of you know like Hanna Barbera, like sort of you know Flintstone style goofiness to it. So I thought that fit in pretty well. So that's a good, that's a good question. Uh, the next question is from my buddy uh, Kamiki Kun. He's a One Piece Kun. Uh, he told me he was going to send this question in. Um, it's a fairly obvious one, but um, is is Kinemon based on uh, Nakamura Kinnosuke, who is a uh, famous, uh, if you want to argue, even a seminal Japanese uh, actor uh, for Chambara flicks and uh, Jidaigeki kind of things. Um, and he said, confirms that, yes, he is. Also, if, if there's any, I guess, fears in your mind, which there should not be whatsoever, um, he says that Luffy will eventually go to Wanokuni. So, I mean, there you go. I mean, it's stated right there that we are definitely going there. I don't think there are any doubts, but he's actually gone to the point of stating it here. Mm -hmm. And uh, then the next question is very interesting. Uh, he, uh, he or she asks, uh, Noel asks, uh, what is the most difficult uh, character to draw? Or, or which excuse me, what, which character time. takes the longest time, per yeah. se? And uh, he says that uh, Frankie Shogun... Is is pretty. Uh, I don't know how to say it. Mendel, pretty tiring. Tiring, I guess. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, Frankie Shogun takes the most time. Uh, of course, he loves robot illustrations, etc. Um, but it's just it's it's tough to draw that and redraw that each time, which is interesting. I would have thought that would have been one of the more easier uh, drawings. But I guess with so many straight lines, uh, you've got to you got to keep that in mind. Uh, but he eventually whittles it down to boa, um, because in general, um, women characters are more difficult for him to draw than male characters. So he so he suggests. And of of them, among them, um, uh, the most difficult is is Boa. Now, yeah, now he's actually pointing out here that it's because she has long black hair and the shine. Like, there's an actual technique that you have to use in order to, uh, you know, fill in the black with your brush and leave behind the the sort of shine streaks on the hair, which is apparently you know one of the trickier things to do in in. Hancock, of course, has a lot of that. Yeah. Um, they even have a nice picture of it here for you to, to assist you to see that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that, that's really interesting. I'd actually like to hear more of what he has to say on that. We go on to the next section, the SBX. We're actually going to skip this. Um, I don't know. They may come back to, to have jokes about this at some point. But, I mean, it's just really uh, immature. It's, there's even a warning. And the warning actually comes from a, a reader but and I'm, I'm guessing Oda's response to this was just kind of like kind of make this section be a collection of awfulness, and it really is. It's really nasty stuff. Um, but like, if a certain yeah, body of part of jokes. Virgo, yeah, yeah lots of if a, if a certain body part of of <laughs> Virgo uh, gets Bushoku, um, which it does apparently. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we're just gonna. Uh, go over that and we go to the next section which is great I love these um, I didn't like them at first but as Oda became more careful with them I grew to enjoy them the X you know XXX characters as children um, he does the uh, Impel Down Gang and we've got Hanyabal looking like an islander uh, like he wants to to um, twirl flaming things like uh, be one of the dancers I don't know what the, the name is it for but it, kind of a Hawaiian influence which is yeah. kind of hinting at his later attack that we see his ultimate kind of attack. Mazidon, uh, interesting that he evidently had devil fruit powers from a very young age, which should explain why he's so adept with them and, and very, very skillful with them. Um, and, you know, we do see that he is pretty much a good person. I mean, he, he takes his uh, his underlings not that he doesn't take his underlings that seriously, um, and he's pretty ruthless with that respect. But he, but he basically is a, a nice person at heart. We see him trying to to water some flowers again with the freaking things on his his hair. You know, um, though he did take those off, you know, at one point and and use those horns as, as an attack. So I don't know why we have those there, but whatever. Maybe it's just his hair. Sadi, uh, Sadi, that explains a lot about her character. That's very easy to understand. Sarudis. What the heck? I don't understand what the deal with Sauter this is. He's <laughs> growing, like he's a child here, obviously, but I, I don't know what we're supposed to take from that. Obviously, with bu- Bulldog, so, so, excuse me, similar to the Budugori. Domino? I don't know. Does Stephen do you have anything? I mean, she's got a soccer ball, but do we see any even hint of that during? I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, this, this just sort of seems to suggest like carefree, fun loving kid. There's not a whole lot of like signifiers of of anything much to the image. 
I don't, you know, I don't get this one. I get the design in her, her pants, whatever, but I don't see anything in particular. Under that is fantastic. It's what would happen to Lola if, um, if she ate the Sube Sube fruit, which, of course, um, Alvita ate. And he says, well, she wouldn't change at all. She just has you know, like nice shiny skin or um, smooth skin. <laughs> of course, she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the last SBS section, um, we have – actually, I didn't really get to read all this one uh, as much um, in, in depth as I would have, have liked to. Um, but what was it? It's one of them is commenting on the fact that Virgo um, has like various things for, for breakfast that aren't really good for you. This is the gist I, I got from it, um, such as hamburgers um, and what else, like potato or um, excuse fries. me, French fries. Yeah. <laughs> strawberry um, shake. Strawberry shake. So, yeah, we know what kind of shake he likes. That's nice. Uh, and then we get the long awaited. Um, so three sizes for uh, post time skip Nami and Robin, which is is you know, granted useful. Um, they're now J cups. Um, there's uh, Nami being 98, 58, 88, and Robin being 100, 60, and 90. So there you go. So there you go. Yeah, if all the I bet you're on edge for that, but I mean that is you know more fan trivia stuff. So I think that's all the SBS. The rest are, are yeah. artwork. Um, as far as I'm, no, I'm noticing down here at the bottom that in his sign off, Oda says uh, Shuisa basically told me, "Don't expect to get this much page, uh, these many pages in a volume again." <laughs> so, yeah, I think he uh, he definitely must have pushed pushed hard for that. I'm 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 surprised that he got this. I, I'd like to see if any other author could could pull for this. Um, you know, I'm, you know what shocks me that he didn't do this for when the time skip came. Yeah, because he could have uh, whatever. All right, so that's uh, volume sixty nine for you. Um, it's a great volume. It's it's huge and it's got Zoro on the side and Panda Man is hidden in a wonderful spot. So definitely check that out. Okay, and uh, while while we have you here. Um... Uh, I believe since you know, the schedules didn't quite work out, uh, you are not on our normal manga recap, although uh, we would have liked to, to fit you in there. But uh, while we have you here, uh, any quick thoughts on Chapter 700, which you have, have read by now? Yes, definitely. I've read by now. Again. Um, just going through it very quickly. Um, yeah. Nice to see, I guess, on the first actual page that you can see the, how the headlines were placed. Um, with Doflamingo, there's a paper kind of fluttering in the breeze, and you can see Doflamingo at the top, and then on the bottom, the the bits about the um, the crews joining joining up. Uh, I, I like that. Um, I just like being able to see how everything fits together. Uh, we've got obviously war going on, and, and uh, Doflamingo's uh, supplies and whatnot. Uh, that's interesting to see another thing. The first hint at um, uh, Bonnie, what she's up to. Uh, I don't know if we're supposed to gather who this is in, in the next page, the top right. I don't know if we're supposed to guess if it's that Shanks or something. Um, I don't quite get that, but um, let's see. We've got uh, Jinbei. It's... Oh, oh, you mean the, uh, the kind of cloak? It's got a weird okay. design. Cloak. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, then we've got obviously Crocodile. So Crocodile is right. very interested. Uh, yeah, I believe, interestingly I believe enough, that. 
Oh, yeah. saying, yes, that is the that is the consensus that that's crocodile. Yeah, smoke. Also wondering um, if it's crocodile as we knew him, or possibly her. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we've got the this. Um, they're wondering, you know, how how do they know that that we joined forces? And well, there's a, a free writer, you know, uh, Absa. I mean, gee, I wonder who that is with the thriller bark <laughs> floating away. Yeah. Um, nice hint there. Yeah. Uh, again, this uh, as of yet nameless girl answering, trying, uh, sitting in front of all the the, <laughs> the phone snails. I love that. Just kind of. Mm. <laughs> um, and then we go back to the ship. I mean, there's of course many wonderful things we could, could comment on, but um, just in the interest of time, uh, love the whole Luffy <laughs> instantly thinking meat um, and just becoming completely meat centric after that. Uh, a very interesting conversation, of course. Uh, I'd love to know what these little rabbit-looking objects are in the water. Um, I'm sure somebody will ask about that. I'm wondering if, if Oda really is actually trying to um, to go for a a field, like if he's trying to make their because we had a mountain, right? We had a mountain, we had a forest, and now it looks like what a field of of just like you know tall grasses. I'm wondering if he's really trying to make the ocean kind of like different land masses. It's it's really cool. I'm very interested in where he's going with this. Um, Frankie's T-shirt lost some letters. I don't know if that's. I don't know. It's it's J K Elmanopina. I don't think maybe maybe just steadily over time all the letters will disappear. Maybe it's one of those heat shirts, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, heat activated. Yeah. Yeah. Just body activated. <laughs> the the greatest thing in this chapter, I think, by far, is is um, of this next page where well, of course, we have Robin with her imagination, and I love Robin's imagination. That's got to be a thing now, and I enjoy that. Um, law in the bottom left is unbelievable. Um, you, it makes you wonder when you read the chapter of this, of the, uh, the title of this chapter, whether it was referring to Luffy getting involved with Doflamingo or whether it was Law <laughs> getting, getting into Luffy and, and the whole cruise pace. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think it, I think it's really clever uh, title work because yeah, if you, I mean, if you read the the chapter, there's like one specific sort of textual context to it. Uh, but it, it does work on so many different ways just because of, you know, the, all these attempts of different guys to sort of manipulate the, you know, the, the flow of, of things, um, between the, you know, the various groups. So yeah, it's uh good, good stuff. Yeah. Um, we've got a little bit more backstory about where we're heading during, possibly after the arc. I mean, this is all really interesting. We could talk about this for a long time, but what I found the greatest, uh, was, Everybody has a different kind of eating sound effect. Um, yeah. That was that was really nice. Um, also, the fact that Law doesn't like bread—that's kind of weird. I thought he he would, but um, I guess not. Neat, interesting order. I, I like that. Uh, we've got this kanjudo, kanjudo. I don't know how to mm-hmm. you know the the emphasis on the wrong syllable, but um, uh, we've got this character in the first hint at what uh, he looks like. So interested in that. Uh, probably come along across him at some point. Uh, then we've got whoa the the new um, marine base um, marine headquarters, what a design um, that is fantastic. I hope we get to see more of this. This, but um, uh, you know, I like how Oda handled the the buggy reveal because it's not like don't hey everybody should be surprised. It, I'm like so happy he didn't end a chapter on that or something because right. pretty much everybody knew it was coming. So uh, that was well done, Oda. Well done. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and of course, one man now that we have confirmed is a mystery. Still, mm-hmm. uh, yes. Sakazuki. Sakazuki's chomping on a cigar. I don't remember. Did did he do cigars before? I don't seem to remember that. Hmm. Um, I don't seem to yeah. remember him with cigars. I don't know. Um, again, we're. I'm just going through this very quickly, but we're also looking for. Uh, I'm guessing Trevor. Possibly. Uh, Treble is the Spanish word for uh, clubs. Ah, okay. All right. Is that our thing? Okay. Yeah, because cool. yeah. then you have Under- Diamant- Diamante yep. as well. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, so we've got this this treble, <laughs> treble character who is great. Um, you know, we've already got a, a, a lot of um, Doflamingo's Motley crew that we're familiar with by this point. But we've got <laughs> this guy that comes in hanging off a wall sideways, uh, drips down instantly, and it's just this a, a nuisance, um, as they say, nechkoi, right, mm-hmm. um, kind of fellow. And yeah. um, By, by the way, find... while, while we're here, I just want to put this, have this recorded. My guest, Nechi Nechi no Mi, that, that's going to be his fruit. Nechi Nechi? Okay, yes. all right. Yeah, just, I like yeah. it, I like it. Yeah. Um, and then we've got the first look finally at the the seats and and what seats we have here, and uh, we don't see the the further right hand side of all of them, but it should be assumed that we have just the suits. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there, there's no like a, a king or anything else like that. Um, but it looks like we've got an, we've got an ace. Looks kind of like a, a Frankie at this point. Can't tell. Um, we've got Diamante for the, the diamond. Uh, and then we've got heart, which was left open for you know who, mm-hmm. and uh, then we've got treble, which you know I guess some of us, if if you were a smart reader in an incredibly amount of short amount of time, you would have picked up that this kind of scepter there is um, is uh, club club uh, designed yeah, design. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, another great character in this Diamante, um, who is just fantastic. I, I love this, and, and Do Flamingo going along with this too is great. Um, just I'm really enjoying how he knows how to work with and, and use all these these uh, colorful individuals. And then the big reveal that what uh, Do Flamingo has is the Mera Mera no Mi. Um, wow, I'm so interested in how Luffy will react to this because I, I don't know does. Does Luffy, Luffy really care about the devil fruit? I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, um, that's, that's kind of the big question, I think, is, is you know, because like a lot of people have, have been saying, like, does this, you know, it, this, this whole thing sort of seems predicated on assuming that Luffy will act one way when, you know, it, it doesn't seem like a, a sure thing <clears throat> that he, he will, you know, fall for that just in, in terms of his psychology. Yeah, um, I don't know if, if that's something he'll go after, but uh, hey, just something I wanted to throw out here um, that I don't know. I've been actually wanting to mention for a long time, but I just have I keep forgetting it, and it's so big that I can't believe it. But um, hey, Do Flamingo being a king and whatnot, um, we've got this whole Do in his name, which kind of ruins the flow of Flamingo, right? Because it would just be Flamingo otherwise. Uh, we also know that he's a king. We also know that he's a person that should be the quote-unquote worthy, worthy of being the pirate king. Um, could it possibly be that his simula- that his situation is similar to Gold Roger, and mm. his name is actually 
Um, like Don like Quixote Dylan. D Flamingo. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I I had, n- I had never considered that. So just another another idea out there. Because uh, we also know that he has a uh, Howl Shoku uh, at this right. point. So right, the Conqueror's hockey. Mm-hmm. Just uh, oh, thank you very much for. <laughs> I do that often. Um, so yeah, just a, a lot of lot of ideas. Um, I'm not going over with this with a fine tooth comb right now, uh, but just very excited to to have uh, kind of traveled a lot of ground, but didn't feel like anything was lacking. And again, the cover page, just the line work. I know we discussed this a while ago. Very, very thin line work with lots going on. Uh, I, I love it. I, I can't complain. I'm just looking at some of the the cover stories that are um, in volume 69, and they look horrible um, compared to this. So, um, really happy where we are in in the manga right now, especially continuing uh, what he restarted in Punk Hazard uh, in terms of his own pace. So. Mm-hmm. Happy, happy camper right here. All right. Well, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, coming on uh, with us, Greg, and, and sharing your thoughts. Um, uh, yeah, I think that was, uh, that, that was pretty good. It's, uh, hopefully we'll be able to get you on to the, you know, the usual segments uh, proper uh, in the near future. But um, I'd love to be on. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I All guess right. in that Yeah, in that case, let's wrap this up and and send it on to the next segment. Okay. Happy 700. This is the Piece Together segment where we take your questions, your comments, your theories. Uh, We have Dr. Steve, Jason, Ed, and myself here with us, with you on this segment. So, hey, everyone. Hey. Um, we got a lot of stuff this week. Uh, I, I'm very, yeah, uh, to the point where we're going to start with an email. Um, this one is from Keith. Uh, he has two quick questions and I'm going to definitely skew the first one towards Steve. Um, question one, four kid, if four, if hypothetically four kids continued the dub of one piece from where it left off, uh, to water seven, then to the war, Fishman Island, punk hazard. How do you think they would censor it or mess it up? I think he's really asking how would, what would the funniest ways or craziest ways that they would mess it up would be Steve. I'll, I'll give that one to you. How about this one? Um, Ed. Um, the uh, nosebleeds become just like boogers because otherwise it makes no sense why their fountains of blood are coming out of his nose Um, let me try to run down some really key moments real quick Um, first of all um, Clover would not be shot he would be trying to say the name of the kingdom and the guy would say don't you say anymore he's like oh okay please don't hurt me (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know I I think that makes more sense but keep going Brooke didn't actually die. He just fell asleep. And, didn't, and of course, he wasn't eating, so then he wasn't healthy anymore, and then he lost all his skin. <laughs> um, That's, that sounds even worse. <laughs> does that <laughs> yeah. This way, he doesn't have to go to the next one. It's like the Patton Oswalt joke. When you make something vulgar into something G-rated, it becomes much more disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Ace doesn't actually die. They really go with the poochie thing. He just goes away to his home planet. <laughs> Anything else from anyone? That's just depressing. Let's stop. Um, uh, the, his second question, 
uh, ha- is who would you want or expect Funimation to have dub characters like Law, Hancock, Book, uh, who you, who, and he also asks, and you don't have to answer this, who would you expect four kids to have dubbed the said characters if my earlier question were true, which God forbid, and also impossible because the company doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, they, they're pretty much kaput. They're not just pretty much, I think they're completely kaput. And I can't really, I don't really know too many New York voice actors because there's no, there's really not a consistent bunch. Hmm. Um, but it seemed like four kids were kind of laying off the accents. So I don't think characters like Law definitely wouldn't have an accent. Um, and saying the more cartoony someone looks. Book would. Book would yeah. have, Book would sound like a Scooby Doo character, I think. I feel like they'd have Brooke like voiced by some guy who's like, Hey, this guy make, makes crappy rap albums that he sells on the sidewalk. Uh, let's get him to voice Brooke. He's like, yo, then, then Brooke's a rapper. He's like, oh, yeah, because rappers play the fucking violin. I think it would be funny if you're having a white guy do that, just like a really, yeah. really straight Gary Kolish type of uh, white guy do that. Um, at, what about Funimation characters? No. That's a that's fodder for a future fives company. Yeah, or sevens six, sevens company. Sevens company. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a good idea to just keep that segment name and keep raising the number so it sounds more <laughs> ridiculous. Um, all right, let's go to the forums. Uh, OnePiecePodcast.com slash talkback. Um, let's start with Private Tucker. Two questions. Why is everyone sending two questions? First, um, how long do you think pa- uh, passed from when Luffy left Fusha Village and the time we see Luffy on Alveda's ship? That's a very specific uh, amount of time that he's asking. Not that long. Wasn't it like a day? Didn't they say how long it was when he was in the barrel? It was like the same day. Oh, so long. Or two days. That's a yeah. long time ago. I mean, that's... Oh. I don't think it was that long. He was pretty no. hungry when he got out of there, so... So well, that could like be two minutes. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. Uh, secondly, if you could have anyone in the English anime manga community that haven't been on the podcast yet, who would it be? Oh, we've had a, Steph- most has of Stephanie people. Young still not been on the podcast. Stephanie Young. Well, we've spoken to her a lot, but I don't think she's. Yeah. Why? Don't, I, we should have her on soon. I'll, I'll ask her to come on soon. Uh, Lucy Christian, we haven't had on the podcast proper. I think she is the only one missing. Mm. Uh, she was on Anime Fans Give Back One. Which was stolen, um, so we don't have that. Uh, but hopefully, both of them uh, yeah. we could get on. We should probably more. have uh, Stephanie on closer to the um, season five stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I expect. Well, I think it, it would that. still be interesting to talk to her now, and then again in a year when that happens. I think I think it'll be even better when when it happens. We had Patrick Seitz on recently when the set was when his first. We set also was had him on twice before then. Well, yeah, that's also true. I just think it would be a more. We'll have both of them on hopefully soon. We'll we'll try and get them on. We'll we'll go after that. Um, anyone else though that besides the Straw Hats? Tatum. Who voices Del Flamingo? <laughs> um, yeah, who does? Ask Steve. Steve. Yeah, what's the question? Who voices Del Flamingo in English? Rob McCollum. Um, yeah, we could try getting him on eventually. Who voices Blackbeard? Cole Brown. Um, and anyone else you'd want on Steve on the podcast? Any dream people from one the voice piece? of Sen Goku? Yeah, I was gonna say, like, oh, yeah, Playlock. Yeah. Play that was back in the FMA days. Uh, I think he's impossible, but we'll try. Um, okay, Wolfwood 37. Uh, my question is simple for chapter 700. Oh, this is the same question. So he had the same point. 
Uh, but he also adds another point. Will Luffy care that Doflamingo has his brother's devil fruit? And if Luffy gets that fruit back, will he eat it? No, because he will die. <laughs> it's presumably, unless you're Blackbeard. Uh, we don't know what's so special about Blackbeard. Do we know where the um, rumors or whatever came from of what happens if two people eat a devil fruit kind of thing? That it, would be in Jabra in, in yeah. his lobby. Uh-huh. Yeah, but where the tales all started from? It's all it's all folklore, so I'm sure like it, stories has probably been twisted around so many times for everyone yeah. saying it. So, but it's... I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Luffy would though. Uh, Oda created him as a rubber man. Yeah, mm, we'll yeah, and he already has the fire stuff, sort of. Yeah, so. friction. That's his ability. Um, okay, uh, so let's get to Facebook. Uh, we have a lot of good stuff. Um, John on Facebook asks, are you guys going to do a Jolly Roger contest again? I want to make one for the Penis Fosse Pirates. <laughs> God, that is an old <laughs> callback. Oh, uh, are they? <laughs> you remember? For Chemi Penis for Chemi. Oh, well, I thought, I thought he was... Part of the Blue Jam Pirates. I think he is part of the Blue Jam Pirates, but he he breaks off and makes his own pirate crew. Uh, we see him in like a hundred chapters from now. I understand. I understand that you didn't. You weren't all caught up with that. Um, we maybe in the future. The reason for doing that. Well, no. I mean, we could do that in the future again. Um, I don't know. I don't know when. That's not something that I have planned. But why the hell not? Uh, Jonathan as, uh, says, Treble and Diamante, uh, Diamante are both Spanish for Club and Diamond, respectively. Given this pattern, keeping with Doflamingo's card suit theme, I predict that Paula, or some variation of that, is the person in the spade seat. Uh, we discussed that a little bit in the Greg Stevens segment, but yeah, I don't see why not. So much for it being the Don Krieg 9000. Oh, and uh, we we talked about this a little in the manga recap, but uh, Jonathan, who posted three piece together, uh, said, I did some research and found out that Kanjiro is a name associated with a long line of bow makers in Japan. Do you think that this could be a potential reference to the kind of character Kanjiro may be or his weapon of choice? Why not? I think that's I like that. And also, uh, we were talking about Kurosawa movies. So there's a lot of bows in the in so, at least Seven Samurai. So you think a possible Usopp upgrade? Ooh, I like that. That's a good theory too. Um, this is Jonathan's last question. He swears, and he actually kept kept his promise there. Uh, my friend believes that the presence of a Colosseum and Doflamingo's card motif, plus the la- the land of love and passion, suggests Dress Rosa follows a sort of pleasure island theme where gambling and other vices run extremely rampant. Do you agree with this? Uh, sure. Why not? There's a midget waiting for us as we <laughs> land, and it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, where like all our fantasies come true. Las sure. Vegas themed. I could see Doflamingo having a midget. <laughs> uh, it's actually kind of funny you mentioned that. I mean, we may get to that this year, but how the hell often do we get thing to things that Otis says is going to happen the same, like in the same time frame he says it's going to happen? Because he did say we were going to run into a new species. Yeah, that's true. You're right. And um, I don't think this we're going to get off this island within a year. Then again, really, he, he said. Well, yeah. But I don't he know, said I think some this, other yeah. things too, 
where it took like four years for it to actually happen. So who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this might be a. I, I'm gonna kick myself in the ass for that. I think it might be a little shorter than that. I don't know why, but I mean, on the other hand, you have a big villain, so I, I might take longer than that. Um, this one comes from Miles. Is One Piece the longest running officially translated into English Japanese manga? Oh. Translated manga, essentially. Longest I, running. It's possible. Uh, I don't. I can't think of anything else. But by by, are you saying by length comparative to what's out in Japan or what's a release? I think he means here. Just here. Um, I'd say yes. I can't Conan? think of anything else close. Conan is not. That's like forty-five volumes. Did they most. translate all of Conan? Well, Conan's still going. Well, no, but uh, is it translated it, into English? Is that yeah. something that's available? Yeah, like I've I've been buying the volumes now. Oh. Like, yeah. What like volume are they up to? In the forty-five US? right now. So then, no, they're not. They're not that. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, so technically, One Piece would be beating that since they're up yeah. to sixty-six. Jason, you got that one today, right? Yep. Looks good. Uh, yeah. All right. How much? Oh, is looks good. It starts Punk Hazard. And it was on Amazon for cheaper than nine bucks, so. Uh, okay, so, Ed, you there? Because it's time for... Peace the Tweet! Yeah. It's time for Peace the Tweet, and boy, do you guys love Chapter 700, because we got a lot of questions. Um, let's see, where did we leave off? Um, first one. Um, who do you think will eat the Mara Mara fruit? Uh, this one comes from Nine Claw Tiger. He suggests maybe Kobe. That'd be random. I think it's going to come down to a point where Do Flamingo is going to be holding the fruit. He's like, ah, oh, the flame flame fruit is mine and you can't have it. And then out just comes Kobe just swinging like, know, right? I'll take that. <laughs> Um, any, anyone else think it's Kobe? <laughs> uh, probably, just, I don't know, maybe something will give him an edge, assuming that he captures <laughs> Luffy at the end. That'd be, that'd be weird, though. That makes no sense. Who do uh, you think it... Poetic justice. Who do you think will eat it? Because we have a fruit here, and I assume that means someone's gonna eat the fruit. Well, hold on, it's not a key, Zach. We don't know if it's gonna be used. Well, a, it's like a Pavlov... Pavlov's key Pavlov's. is... Pavlov's. Pavlov's it's a, it's a metaphor. It's gun. It's a gun. Che- it's Pavlov's Chekhov's gun. gun. Chekhov's gun. Pavlov's Pavlov is dog. Yeah. I am really Chekhov's off today. Dogs. Yes. Chekhov's dog's a Pavlov's gun, and he shoots the gun with the dog. Um, oh, wait, that's not good. That doesn't... That doesn't make sense. Get it? Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, who do you think will eat it, or if if anyone? Yeah. Uh, I, I, what if he's a What if he's a dick and like as he is a like Luffy is about to reach it, Don Flamingo just like scr- like crushes it in his face, <laughs> <laughs> like that meme. <laughs> Uh, all right, next next piece. The tweet comes from Liam Tasker ninety three, who asks, "The guy with Ace's fruit is involved with a Coliseum, so the inevitable question: Do you think we're going to get a tournament arc?" Yay! Uh, no. <laughs> it's gonna take as long as the Hawker Show did. God no! But the yeah, dark tournament was a good arc. Yeah. I mean, if it was if it's dark tournament quality, you know, you know what, I guess it can't be that even, bad. But if it's like the I last first, story arc of Yu Hakusho tournament quality, no. no. Did anyone actually read Yu Yu Hakusho for the world building and all that stuff? 
I didn't no. read all of you, Akusho. Although, but that's why yeah, I like that middle arc, the Sensui stuff, because that was kind of a world building arc yeah. until they kind of ditched things. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, well, we have a lot of questions as to whether Luffy's going to eat the fruit. Everyone, everyone's talking about the fruit. Uh, let's see. Player King ninety five asks if the, if uh, that author of the story is Absalon, like many people speculate. <laughs> I don't even think it's a speculation. Yeah. I think it's pretty obvious. Um, I don't. I didn't notice, but uh, why do you think he's writing news stories? What is his motivation? Why you what think else are they going to do? Well, let's see. Uh, Moria used to be um, one of the seven warlords, or whatever. True. And um, well, we don't know about that seventh position now. I guess he's probably not part of it. Still, being that someone higher in the government, I think it's pretty clear he's no off longer. him, yeah. but. <laughs> Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe part of he has a plan or something that involves being part of the government. And Absalom was just like, hey, I could really get you good scoops. How? Watch my power. These two questions, these next two questions make me feel a little less bad about getting confused about that. Trick the TM asks, is Absa Panda Man? Uh, <laughs> R Sharks uh, asks, it seems Absalom is a part of the Kid Alliance. Do you think Moria is included in this as well? See, no, neither of those are true. Uh, so I think we could put this to rest. I mean, as his motivations, I mean, he is the perfect reporter. He is freaking invisible. I think uh, National Enquirer and The Sun, uh, that's what's called the UK one, right? Um, uh, I think they'd love to get someone like Absalom. I, I feel bad for the guy that occasionally left the lens cap on. He's much better than that guy. I think that's true. Um, now, uh, yeah, and yeah, the rest of the questions we actually referred to already. So that concludes Peace the Tweet. That's uh, Before we round off, let's, let's do some Peace the Memory. Let's talk a little bit about our favorite moments of the series. Uh, so let's take a break and we'll come back in a minute. In a world where vivid flashbacks can strike without warning... In a world where a submissive adolescent must pilot a giant humanoid robot to save humanity. In the same world where a two-legged quadruped can run leisurely at the speed of sound with the aid of jewelry. Only one podcast can discuss this with their sanity intact. And this is Not That Podcast www.ssapodcast.com The Ass Backwards Anime Podcast Oh wait, I was supposed to use that voice in the beginning. Uh, let's go again. Are you experiencing extreme boredom, shortness of breath, or erectile dysfunction? If you answered yes to the first symptom, then the Animanga Podcast may be just what the doctor ordered. Join Jammer, Dominic, and a band of mutants as they discuss the latest in anime and manga. Sit back and slowly take in their sultry voices as they walk you through full episode commentaries of your favorite series. And stand in pure shock and terror as they force you to shoot your own feces. Okay, yeah, that was okay, but uh, really, next time, let's try to stay on script. You want me to do it over? No, no, we're already booked... Okay, just go ahead and tell them the website. www.anamangapodcast.com
It's time to piece the memory. We're going to be talking about uh, our favorite One Piece moments uh, as far as we could sum them up. We're going to be talking about your guys' favorite One Piece moments in the last 700 chapters of One Piece. That is a lot of One Piece. Um, for those that haven't checked out, we have a column in uh, Shonen Jump this week. It's uh, the American Shonen Jump on the website, shonenjump.com. Uh, check it out if you haven't. We talk about our favorite moments. So the people who have something up there, we're going to go very briefly into our favorite moments and why. Um, so why don't we do the people who have uh, put one up? I'll start with Jason. Yeah, uh, the one that's up there for me is, I mean, there's so many moments, but the one that I put up there was uh, Here Looks Speech because it's just a prime example of like what One Piece stands for, um, living life to the fullest, no regrets kind of thing. And it just is a great example of Oda's fantastic way of telling these touching stories and having these characters that really are and feel human, just the humanity aspect of them. And it's a prime example of why One Piece is great, why it's successful in Japan, and why it means so much to so many people, and simply a reason why I look forward to the years still to come, just because of his um, superb storytelling. Um, Ed? Um, <clears throat> uh, the moment that I picked was when Zoro takes all of the pain of Luffy's fight with Moria uh, from Kuma at the end of Thriller Bark. Basically, the only thing I really, really enjoyed about Thriller Bark. At the end. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't a bad arc, but that nothing like gave me chills like that scene did. And it's a prime example of Zoro being the perfect first mate for Luffy. Uh, he's completely selfless to the point where he even lies to Luffy about uh, taking all the pain after he does it just so that he wouldn't feel guilty about it, uh, doing it without question, and even taking Sanji out when he wanted to take his place. And also, um, the, like the, having so much honor that he impresses Kuma with his, uh, with his beliefs that Kuma would be a dishonorable man if he didn't uh, take Zoro's request. And I really thought that was a brilliant piece of writing. And it, it, just, it solidifies why Zoro is, is my favorite character. He's the first mate of the Pirate King. Uh, for me, uh, before we go into some new stuff that we haven't been able to see on ShonenJump.com, it's got to be um, toward the end of Robin's flashback. Not only does the scene where sh uh, sh Robin is torn apart from her mother make me weep, weep, I kid you not, every single time, um, but it's also one of the most pivotal moments to One Piece in general. Um, and a lot of the reasons I love One Piece are in, I think, those couple of chapters um it's just incredible the kind of enormous story oda has in mind for one piece and i think nothing sums it up like robin's backstory and especially um the downfall of ohara i think it's a it's a really pivotal and heart-wrenching and also big 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 moment um all right so let's just hear some ones we haven't heard from the uh Think two remaining people here. Uh, Steve, you want to want to start? What's your favorite moment in One Piece? Um, hands down, it's definitely the moment. Um, the moment when Nami has a complete and emotional breakdown when she realizes that she is pretty much ensnared into Arlong's trap of having her be, you know, his map his map maker for for life, pretty much. And when Luffy says nothing more than, of course, you know, it's like, you know, when she's, when she begs, finally begs him to, 
help her. And, and she and he says, of course, you know, of course I will. And they say nothing more. And they march to Arlong Park and they open cans of whoop ass. Because I think at at this point in the story, you know, definitely there was emphasis on how important a crew was. But there wasn't I don't think there was a stronger moment of friendship and camaraderie till this very moment. Um, and it, what's cool is like they didn't need to have a big speech. It was just so apparent by the panels or if you're watching the anime by that scene. And it was awesome. And One Piece just got better and better from that point. Uh, doctor. Oh, man. It's, it's a tough one, but I... Um... Because I was thinking about it, because you know I love Sanji and stuff and everything, but I think the moment for me was probably the strongest was the fight between uh, Usopp and um, Luffy. Because I think that's one of the things that I like when it comes to shonen series. You know, it's a battle manga, so it's like whoever's strongest survives. But um, which is uh, how I've gone into other series that you know take this a little bit more creatively, where it's about you know tactics. It's about thinking it's about like who is the smartest and how you can fight with it and having Usopp who in all honesty there was no way he could have won but the fact is he still put up a fight and and it's all for this you know all for Mary all for uh, like another big part of their family but you know obviously there it took a while for them to finally get it at the end but I think that moment that cinched right there like no it's these people have their motivations and they're willing to fight each other if need be just to, to, to prove it. And it, it's, it's strange because I just like, I love the idea of like, I guess now it, it's now I, I don't really want it to happen again because that would just be kind of weird at this point because there's no reason behind it, but I can't imagine like how they will turn out now, like whose favorite would it become. But I think that moment, there's a scene, it's about, it's a thinking man's fights. Like it's, it's so different from what we we've been getting lately. But like, you know, big, bad Luffy punch him explodey. Oh, <laughs> I, I just want to say that it's important that that happened. That fight happened before Luffy got any of his like super, superpowers. Yeah, exactly. Like and, Gear Second came in like, like fifty chapters later. Yeah, it yeah. So like, even if he was holding back, you don't know. That's another thing altogether. But that for me, it was just such a powerful moment at the end. Everyone crying, and that was just, I was a mess at the end. So it's like one of many moments where that entire, oh, but yeah, I think that was that's a good moment for me. Uh, yeah, and I agree. Um, I, I think. When we did top five scenes in the anime, that definitely... I don't know. I think something... That's one of the few moments, I think, in the anime. It's just so strong. Um, yeah. Maybe even stronger than the manga. Uh, but that's such a such a pivotal scene in the in the series. I, I agree with that. That's a, that's a good choice, Doc. Um, all right. So why don't we talk about... Uh, hopefully also on some lighter notes. Let's talk about um, some of your guys' piece, the piece of the memory. Um, so let's start with Awaken Benny Hime, who says, The introduction of Soga King on the sea train is one of the funniest moments in One Piece and solidified my Usopp love. It's a very good choice. Um, uh, it's it's o- only too bad that we can't really see Soga King again. I doubt we're seeing him anytime soon. Um, this one, King Luffy sent us... I think it's three tweets going over what he wanted. Uh, ever since my friend and I caught up, uh, we've tracked who's go- gotten the most theories right. Score right now is 16 to 16. Uh, wow. 
Mm. My piece of the memory isn't exactly a one piece memory, but I just want to share how this series has impacted me and my bud. Uh, and then for real this time, he says, Nami's flashback and Mary's funeral. Those moments make me weep every time. Good choice there. Um, this one's from Yamidans, uh, who says, uh, so many, but his favorite is Eustace Kid appearing. That's a very specific one. Uh, I like this hey, one. Every, every character is someone's favorite character. That's true. Well, that's why it's good that there are so many. Uh, Trick the TM. I like this one. Uh, Anaru's shock face. Um, I think that deserves to be up there somewhere. Um, Longhair Jake says, my favorite One Piece memory? Every single time I watched it, except Fishman Island. That was crap. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I can think of some worse things. I, I can, too. I, there's, yeah. Yeah. Who remembers the impel down filler? Yeah. I, if you want just <laughs> anime, uh, then since you're saying watching it. Um, a piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, I can't really complain about a piece because I usually fell asleep during most of it. Or, or a Wane, uh, the separation of the Straw Hats by Kuma. Uh, these and them all being defeated made me take the series way more seriously. I, I agree, that was a really big turning point in the series. Mm. Um, any other comments on that one? I agree. Yeah. Super Forsooth. When Shanks lost his arm and his hat over a seven year old, he made it look so cool. Um, yeah, that is the very beginning. I hope I hope yeah. it's gotten better since then. Uh, I'll never uh, live up to that moment. I guess. Uh, <laughs> we'll never beat the beginning. Um, Shadow Star Kid said, uh, the storybook flashback in Skypea. Yeah, so that's a good one. Um, Mike Morris 7. It's when... underrated more the more that I th- more I think about that. Yeah, I, I, I forget about that. The flashback that. isolated is underrated. If you don't, it gets annoying when it's kind of long in the middle of that arc. I was going to say, I hated it when I originally watched it, but having gone back... It's real nice. Yeah, it's, 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 it's good. It's a very sweet and slightly depressing story. It is. It's both of those things. <laughs> well, it, it rounds out, I guess, a somewhat happy ending. Uh, this one's Mike Morris. I feel like I've done one from him already. Um, when Nami says, Luffy, help me after stabbing her arm, uh, this is the part where I decided that I love One Piece, so with uh, Steve there um, Acid Wayne my favorite moment is when the Straw Hats storm Ennius Lobby and burn the world government's flag for Robin's sake also when Funimation got the licensing to do a proper dub of, in the states that is true <laughs> that, that is, is very true. Oh, that is pretty, pretty big important, yeah. uh, this one comes from uh, Faris Albor- Alborardi I'm definitely not pronouncing your name right I apologize um doing everything wrong today uh well there is a lot a lot of good memories uh but i guess the incident in a thriller bark with kuma so grease with you uh ed that's one for one right now ed and steve are tied um liam tasker 93 uh flashback to robin's childhood my favorite of the straw hat backstories Ooh, Ooh. that's one for me i do um This one, uh, Vantia, Vantia 37. Robin's I Want to Live at Ennius Lobby and uh, Mary and Vivi's Farewell. Um, mm. Vivi's Farewell, I, like, it, maybe not the Vivi part of it, because I, I think Vivi is a very divisive character. I think that's pretty clear. Um, but that is probably one of the most iconic images in One Piece, if not the most iconic image. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is from Sprengerman. So many moments to pick from. How about the pervert camel from Alabasta? <laughs> Eyelashes. Eyelashes. Wow. Um, speaking of Alabasta, Seijin Slayer 
says his favorite moment is Usopp using the five-ton hammer against Ms. Merry Christmas and Mr. Four. Mm. That's a very specific one, too. I'm surprised how specific some of these are. I was not <laughs> expecting that. Um, oh, yeah, so- God forbid they're going to be vague when one piece is how long. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one piece is about pirates. When I say specific, I mean, like, moments I've completely forgotten in the series like maybe personally i look for different things in one piece so it's interesting maybe you should reread the series i've done it many times (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna cry um david miguel dt says when the straw hats gather at the top of the courthouse in ennius lobby plus luffy's speech to robin uh also an iconic moment uh this one is from bendik johansson watching the alabasta and alabasta and skypea arc with my brother uh, thinking Igaram and Pell actually died, and the walk to Arlong Park. So he likes getting faked out, apparently. <laughs> well, I guess it affected him before he realized that Oda just doesn't kill people. Well, yeah. until, until he does. Uh, Tony Sharks, uh, when Luffy cut his face, just like the Joker. I don't think that's quite... <laughs> that a little I don't. I don't think Luffy made. I only watched the anime. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Luffy purposely made himself smile because he smiles quite easily. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he needs to do that. With ease, I should <laughs> say. Either way. Uh, Yuhu Dude says, wow, I forgot about Yuhu. Is that still around? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I feel like I don't see that anywhere. Why don't we go uh, great go with this Yuhu? You hipster. Why don't we go great with this Yuhu? Some rum. Oh, really? Now, you love the sweet drinks, mm. <laughs> Steve. You're so obsessed. I, I, I got to try that. <laughs> that sounds a little. That sounds like uh, the Venture Brothers one with ketchup. Good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Red Moco Cooler? No, no, that's, that's the other one. Was that Kool Aid and uh, Hershey syrup? Hershey syrup. Yeah. Oh. Who, um, <laughs> dude, asks. Uh, I'll go with the one of the funniest. Robin's convincing Frankie to join the crew. <laughs> Yes, convincing. Uh, and, yes. And then he asks, aren't you glad I didn't put a pun there? Um, you could have. Yeah, you really missed an opportunity there, uh, Mr. Yuhu. That's his full name, right? Um, this is from Player King 95 Luffy and Sanji chasing Chopper on drum. Uh, Straw Hat's going up the knock-up stream and the rescue of Robin from Ennius Lobby. Can't she's just one. They're all so good. Uh, this one's from X Get These Palsy. Uh, when Moria talked about his old crew, he showed real emotion for a villain. Wow, really? Mm, you kind of have to. You have to look at the picture he posted. Oh, <laughs> yes, that's, that's quite a lot of emotion. There. <laughs> um, uh, very specific moment. <laughs> <clears throat> exactly. Uh, your Matt Penn uh, said, "I want to live too easy." Uh, we got that from a lot of people, I think. The I want to live. So, um, yes. What about please stop the fighting? Uh, so, <laughs> why did no one oh, put that, that one? fell on deaf ears. Um, <laughs> uh, this one's from UAE Angel 96. When Luffy was sneaking behind a Marine guard, then suddenly he turned and made the peace sign and, com- and then completed the move. I'm guessing is where that goes. That's from Filler. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good moment. Well, then again, that's from the G8 arc, which has like been titled by One Piece fans as uh, "This filler is actually good." Watchable, watchable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nine watchable, Claw, yeah. Nine Claw Tiger, who I'm pretty sure has posted at least one thing already, and I'm seeing, I'm definitely seeing repeats. And but... here's like six more. So um, 
Usopp's speeches, Mr. Prince, Vivi's goodbye, or Alabaster. I know you're just listing Enru and the walk to Arlong Park. You're, you're cheating there. Enru's a character, not a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You've got to make some moment there. Um, J. Michael Tatum. He wasn't in one. Um, Sniper King 323. Uh, when Luffy finally, finally beats Crocodile. I have to agree. That was very close to being... If I, I said uh, if I were doing anime moments, that would definitely... Definitely be my number one oh, anime moment. Absolutely. Uh, it's done so brilliantly in the anime. And I'm still so pissed they haven't really used classical music since. Uh, what a, yeah. It's it's yeah. sad. And it, you it, think they would have that kind of budget these days? It's I don't think it costs. No, it's much. classical. Yeah, it's usually expensive. It's usually uh, I'm sorry. It's usually free or cheap. It's public yeah, domain. Yeah, it's very public, cheap. Yeah. If anything. Yeah. Uh, Acid Wayne, who I definitely read because it's that picture from that DBZ parody thing that you showed me before, Steve. <laughs> what was the name of it? Um, Dragon Ball PP. Yeah, yeah. This one was Dragon Balls PP. It was the sequel. I told you it was funny. <laughs> it was weird. You have to be on some sort of drug to really appreciate. No, that. I laugh my ass off of that when I'm sober. Um, we were drunk when we watched that, though, weren't we? I think we were. So that just made the laughing. Better. Better. You're playing cards <laughs> against humanity, weren't we? Oh my god. I love oh, that game. Uh, Hot cheese. <laughs> <laughs> no one will get that. Uh, well, if they play cards against humanity. Um, my favorite moment is when the Straw Hats storm Ennius Lobby and burn the world government's flag for Robin's sake. Oh, this is the same one. Why is it doubled? Uh, Come on, man. Come it. on. Well, at least we got to mention the <laughs> TBC. Let's do it again. Uh, Hallie be a. Um, very obscure moment. Ali <laughs> Bia says Sanji's farewell to owner Zef and the Bar- and Baradier. That's actually a really good moment. That is uh, a good moment. I was playing Pirate Warriors recently, and yeah. uh, well, that it doesn't do it justice. But I forgot. Wow, this was really one of the first like tear jerking scenes in One Piece for me. I, I there's something about it. It's really, it's really emotional. Well, because Sanji from what we knew of him, was a very macho guy. And yeah. obviously really meant something. If he, How often has he cried since? I didn't even cry with Mary. He cried all the freaking time at Fishman Island. Well, that's a different <laughs> type of crying. Yeah, uh, comical crying. Been kind yeah, of he weird. was He was very macho, that arc. So I think when they all kind of broke down, it was like a bunch of bros like, <laughs> Yo, shut up, I'm not crying. <laughs> it just smokes a cigarette. He just holds the cigarette under his eyes to dry up the tears. <laughs> he burns burns the tears off. Um, this one's from King Luffy 1. Going Mary's funeral, I cry every time. He definitely did one too, I think. Also, declaring war on the world government and making Robin say she wants to live gives me the chills. Uh, gotta be the best. Uh, says, no one ever was. Luffy's boundless enthusiasm never failing to inspire. Also, Doe Flamingo being a boss. Yeah, I remember that one time Doflamingo was a boss. (laughs) The rest, he was just a schmuck. But there was that one time. There was that one time. Uh, Pevru Piez simply answers Frankie's nipple lights. (laughs) I like that one. Okay, uh, I did get a a huge reaction like I expected. Uh, Saiyajin's uh, Slayer says, Sanji letting Usopp and Nami escape from Enaru and the Straw Hats versus the Arlong Pirates. Uh, that was a pretty awesome scene with the cigarette when he's burnt. I yeah, that's when Sanji used to do cool things. Remember? <laughs> um, these come from Veronoa's Sanji. Um, when Luffy found the solution to zombies, 
Uh, just put them mm-hmm. back in. So easy. Uh, and when Luffy said he was too weak to be Pirate King, that was a big moment for his character. Uh, so a nice, serious, and funny moment there. Um, I think, isn't that one of your favorite comedy moments, Jason? The Zelda yes, thing? Yeah, definitely. you talk about that one a lot. Uh, I would not remember that if you did not bring that up. Um, really? I love that moment. That, that was so fantastic. I'm like, why have I not seen that like in a horror spoof comedy movie or something before? That was, yeah, it was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, kind of shocking that Oda kind of beat anyone else to the punch with that joke. Yeah, yeah that's true. You usually don't see zombies coming out of the graves, though. That is true. Yeah, you do. It's usually already there. Well, maybe I'm thinking of Thriller. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was a Thriller. Maybe that's what the characters in Walking Dead have to do. Well, they did have a Thriller moment in Thriller Park. Remember? The disco dance? Yeah, the, yeah. The, it was kind of random. It was incredibly random. <laughs> uh, most of that arc was incredibly random. It was for Toy to milk a couple minutes here and there. <clears throat> That's a better way to milk minutes uh, compared to some of the ones I've seen. Uh, Gurren Star says the going merry funeral. Zoro faced it, but inside, uh, I was like, uh, I was like, Usopp. Yeah, what does that mean? I think he said like maybe he was like, I was trying to be like Zoro, like being a man, but oh yeah, like, yeah I get it, I get it. Crying like a bitch. He also says a fun version of Peace of the Memories. Uh, Luffy's fro. Uh, and every Wapple facial expression from his cover chapters. <laughs> uh, or not cover chapters. Um, Pongzilla. Uh, I want to live, and Whitebeard standing proud and tall, even in de- defeat. I am surprised that one did not get mentioned yet. I love mm. that moment. That's a great moment. Um, we got some more. You who dude again. <laughs> Gum Gum Store March. Uh, now you're just listing things. Destruction of Frankie House hasn't been said. Hero Luke's death. Finally, Jason gets some credit. I think that is... Jason gave me two. I think that's the stronger of the two of the Arlong, personally. But we also had, you know... I, fi- I figured Arlong would have been mentioned by someone. That's a very big moment. Uh, this one's from Eric, TRT. Uh, the Thriller Bark Zombies. Finally, zombies aren't mindless brain eaters, but characters with intelligence and emotions. Is that true? They're not really zombies. Yeah, I guess that's not really a zombie. <laughs> Um, okay, we got a few more here. Uh, we have a lot because uh, Shonen Jump was nice enough to let people know uh, to contact us. Next one comes from the Dragon's Rage. Uh, when Luffy got up the last time in his fight against Rob Lucci. I'm surprised that's the first time that one was mentioned. That's a big moment. People uh, forget about that fight. I think that's, that, that's a really important mending of the Usopp-Luffy thing, too. I mean, that was... Mm. As a nice uh, full circle for that for that saga. It was a pretty brutal fight too. Yeah, yeah. I don't think enough people give that fight credit. Mm-hmm. It lasted a long time. That's why that mm-hmm. was like a DBZ yeah. level fight. Yeah. That thing lasted <laughs> a long time. I might um, still have the video of that somewhere. Next one, we got one from Walkin Travesty. Um, when Mary, uh, when Mary saved the Straw Hats for the last time. Which still, to me, makes no sense. I think that is like one of the most infuriating moments for me. It's one of the weakest moments in One Piece for you. I say so because it, with everything that happened, it makes no freaking sense. I, I'm sorry, I don't get it. I was thinking about that too because I was watching Fourth Voyage. I was like, how the hell did this thing happen? It's love. You have to start it's- accepting the reality of magic in the One Piece world. Mm. Gotta remember, it's a comic. <laughs> Damn. I gotta remember, it's One Piece, and somehow a teenager was hit by a train, survived, became a cyborg. All right, one word: hell. Moving on. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Pell, Pell, your existence now is just to show that <laughs> anything is possible. Uh, our good pal and administrator, Funkatron, Funked Geek on Twitter. You guys should follow him. Uh, four words, I want to live. Water 7 and CP9 was so melodramatic, but that scene always tears me up. I think that's the last thing he read. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last thing he read, I, I think we said it on the air, is was the uh, He's in the middle of Fishman Island. He's in the middle of Fishman Island. I, that's yeah. understandable. Um, Not at this point, it isn't. You were <laughs> I know I ruined the joke. Um, doctor from the Ask Backwards Anime Podcast, who's <laughs> totally not here right now. Um, <laughs> Who's that? Let's see if he remembers what he wrote. That Yeah, you want to say it without looking? Uh, I think it was that time there was a giant Dawn on the page, <laughs> which uh, I quickly had to check if I accidentally wrote Dong. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't. So that works. That works better say, than me I, saying it. I don't remember that moment when there's a giant dong. <laughs> yeah, I think that was sometime in Amazon Lily. Um, does male organ get here? Hmm. Uh, let's see. We got uh, one from M forty A three Beast or Kurosaki Ichigo. Apparently, uh, <laughs> what, that's that's his name. It's it's black and white. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it is. The picture's in black and white too. Uh, when the Straw Hats lined up in front of Robin and CP9 and Any Sloppy, wow, people really love that's, that. Yeah, it's a good yeah. moment. I um, just Any Sloppy kind of drags, so it reduces the impact at that moment. I guess yeah. so. A little bit, just it's slightly diminished. Um, that's that's everything. I I think. Uh, Actually, uh, the Dragon's Rage has one oh, that didn't yeah, go. He didn't said, he? Yeah, I don't know why that didn't go through. It said Luffy got. Oh no, it it was continuing his. That's what it was. Um, he said that was the last epic fight I saw in, in the English dub in Cartoon Network. I'm guessing that's somewhere in in the. Maybe it was Bellamy. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, it was in the middle of Skype when it got canceled. Yeah, that got. I get. I don't think he got to write. I hope he's not thing. referring to Crocodile and the Four Kids stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And Steve Yurko rounds us off. When stuff happened. <laughs> Nice. When did that get there? What the hell is that guy? <laughs> I know who that asshole is. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Um, and, joke. And, and I did. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> Zach, just the killer of jokes. That's just, <laughs> yeah, I don't know that guy either. Oh, no, wait, yes, I do. I was just joking. <laughs> freshman, year all o- freshman year all over again, Zach. <laughs> I am the killer of jokes. That's what they call me. Um, anything else? Joke Slayer. Uh, <laughs> That's gonna be on your wanted poster, Zach. <laughs> Joke Slayer, Zach Joke Logan. Joke Slayer, Zach <laughs> Logan. Um, or no, you'd you'd be booed. You'd be a heel. You'd be like a heel in denial. Like I'm not a bad guy. <laughs> I like that. I sound Why like Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Look, I'll be first to admit that that's also what they call me in school. Um, so, the joke slayer? The joke slayer. Um, it's, it, okay, it's not my fault. It's genetic. It gets worse per generation, believe it or not. Anyway, um, that's it for the uh, piece of the memory segment. Why don't we round off? You guys ready? Memories. Yes. This has been the One Piece Podcast, episode 258 for the week of Monday, March 4th, 2013. Good episode. Long episode, fun episode. 
Um, thanks to everyone who is on and has left for whatever reason. Uh, I think it's just Stephen and Greg. Uh, also, big thanks for Alexi and um, Urian, both from uh, Viz and Shonen Jump. Uh, Alexi, for those who don't know, was is is the uh, editor for Shonen Jump, and uh, Urian is the guy who does all the content and wears the funny hats. Um, if you, you'll see them at conventions, one's the tall guy and one's the guy in the funny hats. Um, so, uh, I, th I think that's everything for today. Unless anyone, uh, well, I know Jason, you no. have some cool stuff planned. I'll, I'll let you talk about that. Right. Well, as I found out in the new segment, uh, thanks to my, uh, co-host on Grand Line Gaming, Steven, um, the Kaiser Kamuso 2 is going to get a demo on the PlayStation Store this week, and I'm going to try to download that, so we may be playing um, the Kaiser Kumuso 2 demo on Grand Line Gaming this week, and that's Fridays at 6.30. 6.30. Yes, 6.30, and um, that's on Twitch. And you had Greg on last week in the last couple, right? You've had him on Yeah, we've had uh, Greg on. We actually started the last episode uh, with Greg, and we discussed uh, 6.99 pretty in-depth. So this that. week you could probably, well, if you get him. Well, if we don't get him, it'll be Steven and I probably going really in-depth into Chapter 700. I feel but. like, how could you go more in-depth than, like, the hour and a half we spent on <laughs> I'm sure you two could do it, though, if anyone. Um, yeah, don't miss that. Uh, Grand Line Gaming, getting back into the One Piece games. You did another game last week, right? Yeah, we did. I think it was called Cave Story. Um, some weird game that Steven was playing. Uh, and, but hopefully Kaizoku Musa, too, this week. Um, yeah, and if uh, the demo doesn't finish downloading or something happens, maybe we'll do it, like, Sunday night or something, or, I don't know, we'll probably play Tomb Raider if <laughs> Kaizoku Musa 2 doesn't finish. That's the most one PC game after that. Uh, okay. Uh, anything else, anyone? I mean, don't... I, I would say it at the end, but I'll say it right now again. Doctor's Podcast is at ssaapodcast.com. Yes, the Ask Backwards Enemy Podcast. We are the best kept secret on the internet, so go check us out. Uh, not going to be doing a new episode right now because of other plans I'm doing, but either way, you can probably also listen to me talk about Gintama over at gintamapodcast.com. That's just a Gintama podcast. Um, I feel like if I ever come on your podcast again, I need to say we are Maji after saying the One Piece podcast, because you're doing your <laughs> motto along with it, I feel like. It, it's a thing now. I don't know how that happened. It just started. Uh, it's the One Piece podcast. We are Maji. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Um, yeah, and I think one more thing. I'm only going. I think I'm only going to be on three more episodes after this. I think my last episode is going to come out on March 25th. Um, so, for those who are curious, and then Jammer and the good people uh, on the in the West Coast. Sure, Doctor will be on a lot as well. You've been on a lot anyway. Yeah, um, it's nice. It's a we we uh, we missed you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, well you'll and Ed and Steve and everyone will be there. It just won't be me. But that starts uh, that starts in April. Um, so Ed, how could the good people out there contact us? Well, they can contact us onepiecepodcast.com and onepiecepodcast.com slash talkback, twitter.com, facebook.com, youtube.com slash onepiecepodcast, youtube.com slash OPP episodes for syndicated episodes of the podcast, and twitch.tv slash grandlinegaming for Grandline Gaming every Friday, usually. Yes, usually. Almost always. 
Yes, uh, one piece, one piece podcast at gmail.com is our email address. One Piece Podcast is our Skype name. And since Steve was on this episode, steveyurko.tumblr.com. Look at his art. Oh, you're a doll. <laughs> <laughs> and they can also, uh, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, or call us on our phone number. Zach? That phone number is 347-497-MAJI. MAJI. MAJI. Thank, thank you, Jerry Seinfeld's guest uh, starring on this episode. Um, the number again is 347-497-6254. Call anytime. Anytime. <laughs> I anytime. Heard, I heard that, Steve. Anytime. With your questions, comments, theories. Anytime. Uh, reasons are questions that you have for Jerry Seinfeld and why uh, Why his, uh, what was it, uh, modern Seinfeld Twitter? What is that called again? I forgot the name oh, of it. Seinfeld oh, yeah. Today. Seinfeld Today. You guys should check that. That's, that's a great favorite. Twitter. That's actually really uh, funny. That it's is really favorite. good. It's one of my favorite Twitter accounts. Um, also, I just want to give a big thanks to Steve, uh, who did not have to do it, and I just bothered him for no reason. But we got to 10,000 fans on Facebook, which is huge. I cannot believe that that happened. And very fast, too. Um, and Steve was nice enough to draw something for us. Um, and it, I think it gave people nightmares, which is perfect. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're a doll. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, if you haven't, check out his Tumblr, it, hilarious things on there, and a big thanks to him for that. Uh, remember, we have our Twitter 10,000 contest. Um, whoever is our 10,000th Twitter follower gets a free collection, One Piece collection set of their choice. Um, they have to live in the U.S. Uh, that's, that's the caveat. Um, so... Follow us on Twitter. You could be the 10,000th. I will know if you unfollowed us and followed us again. Because huh. all I need to do is search through my email. It's really easy to do, so don't think you could do that. So make Zach work for it. Make me work for it. It's not that hard to... Uh, if you make up a new name, as I said, that's fine. That's a form of cheating that I accept, because that does get us more followers, technically. But the other way doesn't do anything for anyone, so no. Um, we're getting close. I think we're a little bit above 9,800 right now. Um, and... <laughs> We've had, I think, like 200-something, 250, 300 Facebook followers in just the last week. I don't know how that works. I don't know what's happening there, but I'm not going to complain. So, for the One Piece Podcast, everyone, my name is Zach. My name is Ed. Big Steve. Okay, uh, we'll see you next week, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Steve's not here, man. (laughs) Goodbye.